sure. But back to what we were saying, um, there's just levels to this. When yeah. we were when we were young, when we started this in 2018, we couldn't have just bought all this equipment at once and started it. Yeah, we would have just had a whole bunch of equipment and no knowledge of what we were doing, which is people do that these days. They and, do. Yeah, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it works, but in reality, bro, the equipment is not what makes it. You know what I'm saying? We're obviously we got to a point where we blessed now we can afford the luxury of getting new equipment. But yes. It's it's about it's about the person, the human aspect, the potter. You can have whatever equipment, like you said, when we first started, we used just bare minimum what we had at that time, and we still got the job done. So Hoppy used to wear a pair of wired earbuds. <laughs> yep, to just plug in. We had Skull Candy headphones. Yes, no no disrespect to Skull Candy because they still do anything. But facts, just, facts. I'm just saying, like we've we've upgraded since that point. You know, so. audio technica. <laughs> you know, big business. You know what I'm saying? But it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing to, you know, to level up. Like you said, I agree. It's levels to things these days. I understand it more now from a business aspect or standpoint. Um, but it's it's a blessing, dog. You remember how tacky the different colored chairs were we used to use in my bedroom at my mother's house when we recorded the first 60 episodes? Yep. I sure they do. I had, like, a red chair. You had, like, a black one. Hoppy had, like, a gray one. Niggas. The eating trays, like, the trays you uh-huh. eat on when... um. Say you want breakfast in bed. Say you're sick. Somebody has to pull a tray up. We potted on those as a table. And we were sitting like hella close to each other. One in the room. You know, we just, hey, nigga, you got to do what you got to do. We may do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wanted to pot. <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't care. <clears throat> when you in a moment, you don't even realize. Like now looking, it's like, bro, hell no. I would never pot like that again. Hell no. But in the moment, bro, that's all we knew. You know, and I love it. I enjoy it. Every, every moment, every episode. Like you said, it was 60. I enjoyed 60, every, yeah, 65, 65 there. of them, I think. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed every one of them, bro. Wow. Me too. Even the ones y'all didn't show up to. It's episode, <laughs> 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 it's episode 214 of the Rising Ground Podcast. You ready? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get it, man. We here in the building, man. Episode 214. Roger Ground, boys. We back to give you another one, man. Yes, sir. Monday morning, man. Wherever you tuning in, wherever you watching, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I say it all the time. You could have been anywhere. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Look at me stuttering. <laughs> if you are hey. what you say. Episode 214 of the Roger Ground Podcast. We in the motherfucking building. Oh, them niggas got a studio studio. Oh, me, oh, me. Them niggas really locked in. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, sir. If you are hey. what you say you are. Y'all have no idea how limitless we are with this shit now. Hey, man. I li- listen, talking level. Music. Hey, man. You know? Come on, man. Let me get y'all that loop back. Superstars are in the building. Yeah, uh, a fresh cool young Lou trying to cash his microphone check 212. Wanna believe my own hype, but it's too untrue. The world brought me to my knees. What if you brung you? Did you improve on the design? Did you do something new? Where you naming on the guest list? Who brung you? You, the more famous person you come through, and the sexy lady next to you, you come to. And then they hit me, standing outside of heaven, waiting for God to come and get me. I'm too uncouth, unschooled to the rules, and too gumshoe, too much of a newcomer, and too uncool. Like Shadow and LaVille I battle with it well Though I need a holiday Like Lady Who Sung Blue Go back Whatever you did You undo Heavy as heaven The devil on me Two tons too If you are What you say you are 
I'm not going to lie. Just like you said, Kari, I'm, I'm ready. Are you ready? Man, I'm ready. Let's get to it. All right, let's do this. This is episode 214 of the Rise and Grind podcast. Your boy, Roderick. I'm Jakari. We in the building, man. We in the building, man. Feeling great. Feeling great, man. One more time for him, man. Yeah, man, because I'm feeling it. We in the fucking building, dog. How you feeling, bro? I feel good. It's Monday. Um, <clears throat> It was a hell of a weekend. Uh, Friday was my sister's 35th birthday. Jeez, we shout had, out to Jordan. Man. Yeah, shout out to Jordan, man. Um, We had a good time at the crib. We didn't end up going to True Kitchen. We ended up, uh, we're going to do that in the future. I, Mom had COVID, so she wanted Mom Dukes to be there for the entire celebration. So we held that off. We're going to do that maybe like a week or two, something like that. Okay. How's Mom before you get into it? She's straight? Yeah, she's straight. Mom okay. Mom is good. Um, She's ready to get the fuck out of her, her room by herself. Mm-hmm. She's taking like a test every single day. She's had it for like six days at this point. So um, she's just testing for the negative one to okay. see when she can leave the room. That's good. That's good. Um, Saturday. I'm sorry. I'm already into my week, guys. But Saturday. Um, trying to think about what I did. I was really busy sa- Saturday school. Wake up, 8 a.m., Saturday school. Uh, I'm there for a few hours. I jet out of there. I take a, a short nap, you know, a little weed in there. That that dope gonna put me to sleep every single time. Take a nap. I wake up. I had an appointment to get my hair done, my hair braided at five. I woke up, it was five oh four. I'm like, oh Damn. shit. I'm late. The only reason why I woke up was because my mom Dukes had texted me asking to see uh if I was watching some track and field shit that was going on. Um, I guess they're starting like either Olympic trials or just track and field. Um, on ESPN or on the local station, some shit like that. Niggas was going crazy. She wanted to see if I saw it. I wasn't watching it, but I'm glad I got her text message because it woke me the fuck up. You almost missed your appointment, huh? Dog, I prepaid for Ooh, my appointments type geez. shit. Okay. So I had already given her not just the deposit, but the full payment for my shit. Damn. And she plays some shit like 15 minutes, pro- like, if you're 15 minutes late, like, that's a wrap. Like, I'm going to call the next appointment, let them know, like, they can come through early if they yeah. need to. No refund? None no, no, none of that shit. Damn. So, I, she only is about three or four minutes away from me. You oh, know where okay. I stay? Okay. She stays, oh, I almost gave up my low. I'm not going <laughs> to give up my low like that. <clears throat> she stays right down the street from okay, me. Cool, just cool, in an cool. actual salon suite building. But okay. I went over there. I only made it about five minutes or 10 minutes late. I got up at like 5.04. It was like 5.10 when I made it. So I'm not even tripping. She wasn't tripping. Um, she put me on a brand new TV show while I was there too. That shit is fire. It's not a brand new TV show, but it's new to me. What is it? It's on the History Channel. It's called To Catch a Smuggler. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever... Kari, I almost had the shit on. I'm going to get into uh, when me and Kari linked up on Saturday evening. But I almost put it on while we were chilling at the crib. Mm-hmm. Because, well, we weren't even chilling. We were on business. But it's a show where they basically have real-life situations. It's all real, and they're in airports. Um, and they're pulling people to the side that are moving internationally because they suspect them of, like, moving cocaine okay. or being on bad time and going into the the airport. Oh, my gosh, watching these niggas get fucking arrested, right? Okay. It's it's fucking wild, but at the same time, it's interesting as shit. She's telling me, like, to put my head down so she can braid. Nigga, my head cannot stop coming up to look at this fucking TV. She was like, am I going to have to change the channel for you? <laughs> nah, but... Um, I ain't going to lie. Sounds uh, sounds like a bunch of racial profiling. 
it's <laughs> yo, lie to you. yo. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I didn't think about it in that way, but I didn't think about it that way because I'm not what was being shown. Now, uh-huh. of course, she was letting me know they do go to DFW Airport, they do go to Chicago O'Hare Airport. But what I was looking at, it was Sao Paulo, Brazil. It was um, Lima, Peru. Okay. So. I wasn't even noticing it the way you're saying. Oh, it was definitely profiling. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, you're Colombia going into Colombia? <laughs> Bring your little ass over here, see nigga. your papers. Where yeah. do you think you going? You know Pablo now. Right. I know you know Pablo now. Um, that's what they were doing. They were doing mm-hmm. shit like that. It was so crazy. I saw an instance of one nigga. He was like, he was really telling the truth too, and they did not believe this nigga. He was like, I'm on a church mission. Like he was like, <laughs> that's the number one excuse. I'm in the choir. I'm going to mm, sing. Really. And. Bro, they made this nigga sing. They was like, no, no. Okay, bad bunny. They called his people. They were like, okay, I mean, they say you're in church, but like. <laughs> they made him sing. I no swear long. to God. I swear to God. They made the nigga sing. And after he sang, they were like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I apologize. Um, no, nah, that show is crazy. When you, you got cable type shit. Yeah. So just get the History Channel app or some shit like that. Watch the Catch a Smuggler. I promise you'll okay. watch the shit three episodes straight. Okay. Um, That's funny. But moving on after the braiding, there's a two-part step. Like, there's a two-step process to my hair being finished. I get my hair braided. But, you know, it's the 2020s. They even did it in the 2010s. Braids nowadays, and some of the niggas did it back in the 2000s. It just wasn't that popular. Your braids have an edge up in front of them these days. Mm-hmm. So I get my hair braided. I immediately hit my barber because these days my barber, we're not on a you have to make an appointment type shit. I call him. He tells me to pull up or I call him. He'll tell me a couple hours or tomorrow, whatever it is, just pull up. Or if he's pulling up on me, like I'm coming over there, whatever. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I hit him as soon as the braids are over. That was Saturday at maybe six. Monday. I haven't heard from that nigga. <laughs> Y'all see me in this Dewey right now. The little purple Dewey. I haven't heard from that nigga yet. Yeah, now, this is pending Monday, technically, because it's Sunday. But I, I'm i leaving here to, to link up with another barber. I feel out of place. Yeah, I don't do shit like this. <clears throat> yeah, we don't. We don't. Black men don't cheat. No, not not in any not in any instance. Not, not in the any, workforce. No. Not in life. Not in relationships. Never. But especially <laughs> not with our barber. Are you kidding me? Uh, not as tough, man. You know we have uh, the same barber. We so have the same barber. <laughs> so I went through the same exact shit on uh, on Saturday as well myself. But you know we move. We but move. you actually hit him on Friday. I hit bro on Friday. Didn't get a response back till Saturday. But uh, he did tap in. He said, you know. He's okay. That's all that matters. Yeah, even, he's good. Even though that's like, why I'm mad. <laughs> yeah, because he, he's good. Right. Because like nigga. <laughs> but the thing is, if you're not dead. I don't. I don't give a shit. The thing is, I've known him longer than Kari's known him. So like, I feel like he would cut me before Kari. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? So like, listen to this. Listen to this. <laughs> I was. I. I had no idea he had told Kari no. Yeah. And what I said immediately after asking him to cut, I was like. Me and Kari on business right now. So, like, if you don't mind, you can really just pull up to the crib and cut me there, like, <laughs> while I'm on business with Kari. Right. I wouldn't have said that if I known he would have told you no, because what right. if what if he would have told me yeah? And then. 
And then you would have showed up and just seen him in there cutting me. And then, nah, shit, he show up and see me. <laughs> and I'm just looking at him like, what's up, bro? You looking at him, he looking at you. You looking at him, he looking right. at you. It's like the Diddy meme. Nah, there ain't no reason to stop cutting now. Like, let's get in the chair. Like, what the fuck? But, but no, he's good, though. He's good, yeah, which yeah. is why I'm angry. Right, right, right. Um, but appointment with a new barber today. Yeah. Good but luck. it's it's still someone that I've already had my hair cut in the past for before, sure. but it for wasn't sure. it, it was it was since high school. For sure. Good Shout luck. out that boy. Good luck. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just playing, bro. Yeah, I'm don't do that. Playing, playing. What are you gonna do about your hair? Shit, I'm gonna just wait it out, man. Because wait it out. What are you gonna wolf it? Man, nah. So honestly, I don't need it that bad right now. I just got my shit cut a week ago, and I just wanted to get it cut again because this week I have to go back into office uh for the for the two days that I'm at work. So I just wanted to be fresh real quick. But uh I'm gonna be all right. The Thanks. back of my braids is still an afro. <laughs> <laughs> like under it, like I don't even I call it an afro because yeah. I'm a grown man. There's no goddamn way I'm calling my shit a kitchen. A kitchen. Yeah, I was just gonna say that shit. I <laughs> no, sorry nigga. That's a that's a living room or something, nigga. That's a man cave back that's there. A man cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got my man cave back yeah, there and that's shit. That's funny, bro. Um, said, I'm not calling <laughs> you got me <laughs> fucked up. I calling that shit a kitchen. It's my man cave, nigga. <laughs> my bar stool and shit back there. Facts, facts, facts. Hella TVs and shit. Oh my know. gosh, nigga, that's my Xbox room back say, there, dude, nigga. The football is on. Dude. Absolutely, that's the theater room back there, nigga. <laughs> Fuck you talking about? But it's it's the point that I have to go to work on Monday. Um. I don't care about what children think of me, but I'm not about to get my ass laughed at by these goddamn kids because, no, oh, my God. Yeah, because they're going to get the scoring. There's no one that scores better than kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you will never live that one. Oh, my. And I'm the fly teacher? Yeah, and it's just because kids tell you the truth. I'm the fly one. They cut, like, they, they don't hold nothing back. They get straight to it. Nobody is safe when it comes to kids, man. They'll let you know, like, Mr. Taylor, today's not your day. <laughs> this is not your week. They do that shit. Like I wouldn't expect anything less. They were like, "You not dressed as good as you were dressed yesterday." <laughs> if you don't get the fuck out of my face, little nigga, I'm not here for you. I was just like, "You look like I even came." Today, like, nigga. I woke the, up at the last minute. What the fuck, nigga? Yeah. I just got here five minutes. You have no idea how close <laughs> to this place I live, nigga. These are dirty clothes I'm wearing. <laughs> I was, you don't know the night I had I'm last just, night. I was just playing, nigga. Real, nigga, I fell asleep in this, nigga. <laughs> the fuck are you talking real, about, nigga? Real. No. Y'all have no idea how much I want to put my clothes on for work. <laughs> you want to sleep in the mug? When we do the pod, like the Monday pod, we record that on Sunday. Right, right. Or no, I'm sorry. The wrong, I'm thinking of the wrong one. When we do the Thursday pod, we record that on Wednesday night. Man. There are points in time that I don't leave this building until 2 a.m. Yep. Most, most Wednesdays, I don't leave here until 2 a.m. Or it's on into Thursday morning at 2 a.m. at that point. To where I'm still going home, I'm eating, I'm showering, and then I might smoke. By that point, it's 3.30. I'm getting up at 6.30. Every fucking week. I really, like, yep. real shit, I be wanting to put a suit and tie on and lay down in the bed. When it's time to just wake up in the morning, man, I'll just get up and just put my fucking blazer on and walk the fuck out of the door, nigga. Call me Justin Timberlake, suit and tie. The fuck, bro? That's funny as hell, man. Like, I, real shit. Like, <laughs> you gotta start laying your shit out the night before, bro. Like, like it's the like first, first day of school. I was, just, I was just about to make it a, an example or an analogy towards the first day of school. Like, yeah, man. do you know how many years I wanted to just put that outfit on and just wake up in it? And be like, Mom, I don't need breakfast. I'm <laughs> right. bus stop. I'm, I'm there. Good. I'm good. 
Got my shoes on. You lay your shoes at the end of the bed. Absolutely. Nigga, you be sitting up with the covers up to your chest just looking at <laughs> just your damn outfit. I'm going to kill them niggas in the morning, nigga. The thing about it for us that I don't know if it's like that for everybody, and I don't know if we've talked about this, and if we have, it was somewhere between episode one and 65. Most people were ready to kill them niggas as soon as they walked in them front doors of school. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of a different situation we rode the bus. I couldn't wait to kill you niggas the moment I turned the corner at the bus stop, nigga. Man, the bus stop was different for us. I'm not going to lie to you. The bus stop was, it was lit for us. Most niggas, like, didn't like riding the bus to school. Like, we rode, like, a lot of the buses, they're sectioned off by different streets. So you might not be there with your friends. All my niggas grew up in the exact same neighborhood. Within four or five blocks of each other, all of us. So we all rode the exact same bus we, to and from school. To and from <laughs> school. Now, it got a little different in middle school. There yeah. were some that rode a different one. But um, in high school, oh, we all rode the exact same bus, taking us the exact same place. And we were goofy. Yep. <laughs> Shout out Miss Jan, man. Miss Jan. Did Miss Jan... Is she still alive though? I think Miss Jen passed away. Did she? I'm not gonna lie. I think Ms. I didn't Jen get. Passed away. I haven't gotten news about it, but Miss Jen passed. Yeah, I was, she was she like, was, she I don't was super sick when we was in school. Yeah, I don't know like whether or not she passed, but she passed. Yeah, if Miss Jen that's fucked has up. Passed, bro. <laughs> hey yo, what the fuck? <laughs> this is a sick Negro. I know, I know, <laughs> but <laughs> hey man, rest in peace, Miss Jen. So, rest in peace, Miss Jen. For real, for real. The thing about it is, when we rode the bus with Miss Jan, we fucking hated her. Yeah, but and we 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 really shitted on her. It's because we was knuckleheads, man. Yeah, it was really our fault. That's why I can speak on it now. Like Miss Jan was just trying to do her job, and we made it hell for her, bro. Damn, now, we put her imagine, in the grave. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> you gotta imagine just a bunch of reckless knucklehead ass niggas on the bus every single day. She hated. She hated that shift when she had to get us. We gave her like one long tombstone pile driver. <laughs> we put her in the grave, just like the Undertaker. <laughs> Think about that. Like at the end of the wrestling oh match for the Undertaker, that's what he did. Like yeah. he put niggas in a casket. <laughs> he, did, <bro. laughs> he did, man. The tombstone pile driver. Like every single WrestleMania, like at, yes. at the other wrestling matches and other things that he did, he would just tombstone pile drive and then he put your hands together and mm-hmm. then he'd end the match. At WrestleMania. He was putting them niggas in caskets. Oh, yeah, buried alive. What the fuck? Buried alive. But you got to think about it. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, the Tombstone Power Driver, he holds them up upside down and puts their fucking neck into oh, the ground. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of the choke slam. So, of course, they're dead. Their neck is broken. <laughs> no, I always, the thing about it is, like, I know growing up that it wasn't real, like, now. Right, right, right. But, like, you're not... You're not putting my head in between your legs like that. Exactly. Take it. Like, right. I'm going to opt out of it. When we have to go upstairs in the executive <laughs> offices and talk about, like, how the next weeks are going to move forward with the WWE, and mm-hmm. they they pencil the in. When we get the script. Yeah, and they penciled yeah, yeah. in my fight for The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. I got a problem with Vince. Me and Vince got to talk by ourselves. Thanks, I'm yeah. not fighting Undertaker because, hey. unless I'm winning, because my head's not going between his legs. Right, Mr. McMahon, let me holler at you, man. You got to pull him to the side. Hey, my script this week. I'm not fucking with it, yo. And the thing about it, there's like a hard press down, like when your legs, like when his legs have a head between them, he hits his knees. Mm-hmm. Balls jiggle on that nigga's forehead. Uh, like, you're not. And he's been wrestling. 
sweaty. He's sweaty. They stink. I'm not going in between a nigga's thighs. Yeah, dog. I don't want that either. There's boy thigh meat on my ears. (laughs) And his thighs clap on my ears. And he presses my hands together and seals my fate. What? I know. (laughs) Hey, yo, what the fuck? I know. Like, what's up, yo? Sealing my fate. That was kind of crazy. But that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a nasty take, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Why am I an undertaker? I don't know, man. You was on your week, though, so that this was really just still Saturday up until this point. So, yeah, I met up with Corey on Saturday. We got new equipment. Like we said, we had to make sure all that was set up so we could pod easily on Sunday. Right. Um, And I tried to force Corey to watch Wu-Tang. Corey, that shit was good, though, wasn't it? I was watching it. No, I wasn't I wasn't really forcing yeah, Kari to watch no shit like that. But yeah, the was, new Wu Tang season's out. Mm-hmm. There's three episodes out already. Like he's he he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But I'm was that Wu-Tang. shit not lit? Yeah, it was, bro. For real. It was it lit enough to like actually watch it? To watch, yes, man. I'm trying to get better. Look, I ain't gonna lie. This nigga started Snowfall before he started <clears throat> Wu Tang. What am I supposed to do, man? Start Wu Tang. Shit. You all are this, a hip hop podcast. All this shit is just new and just, it's too much, man. I don't have enough time for this shit, dog. Leave me alone. Pod, did you just hear Kari say that he does not have enough time <laughs> to watch the Woot? The nigga brags about working from home, correct? Bitch, I'll be working. What you think I'll be doing? Y'all, it's bro. What about look. those few different vacations that. You told us specifically on the pod you were uh-huh. gonna you were gonna allot that time to watch Wu Tang like Thanksgiving, Christmas. <clears throat> I had this shit. Going New Year's, on, man. New Year's. I started Snowfall though. That's really what it was. I'm trying to get better, man. I tuned into uh, Abbott recently. Nigga, you started Abbott Elementary before just, you started Wu Tang, bro. I just saw one episode, yo. Bro, leave me alone, dude. Like I'm. Can you at least? Pat me on the back for trying. I'm getting somewhere. I'm making progress. Fuck no. <laughs> Watch Wu-Tang. For sure, bro. It's just like... I know. The content of that show... Will help me as a potter. I know. It's hip-hop. I know. And, like, I know that you've listened to Wu-Tang, but I'm pretty sure, like, you do, you're not, like, huge on Wu-Tang. When you come out of this, like, you're going to have, like, the complete history on, like, one of the, the biggest groups of hip-hop. Okay. You going to make a bet? Make a bet on what? Give me a deadline to watch Wu-Tang. It is February 20th. Kari has until April Fool's to watch the entire first season. No way, bro. That's not enough time. Nigga, you have March. All of it. What you mean? Oh, you said April Fool's. I'm thinking March 1st. My bad. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, for sure. I was about to say, I was like, dog. I had it fucked up. I was like, dog, if you can't handle <laughs> 10 episodes by yeah, April yeah. Fool's. I was thinking you said March 1st. I got nah, nah, nah. Still my fault. Okay, April Fool's, man. I give you, I give you a hundred right now on a pot. Oh my god! Let's let it be known. Matter of fact, don't watch that <laughs> right, shit. Right, right, right. Matter, matter of fact, you don't even need this shit, nigga. Ghostface, Raekwon, like I'll tell you what's going on. I give you a hundred, bro. April first. Hey man. No, sh- no, no. <laughs> we we should go it. <laughs> we should go it, bro. April first. I got you. Kari's gonna come back like tomorrow night. Like, Something happened with all the camera, <laughs> the camera footage. Right, right here. Someone deleted the footage. Like, man, that shit gone. Cause I don't know what you talking about. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How was your week? Like your weekend though? Huh? Yeah. So, shit. or did we? Did we? Did I even finish that? I'm, I, Saturday night. I mean, yeah, like, basically. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, now we're here. But yeah. go on. Uh, so Friday finished off work, man. Saturday morning, um, I got up and I met my father and my two nephews 
at the stockyards in Fort Worth, Texas. We did talk about that. So I'm going to just break down the stockyards a little bit, then I'll move into what we were doing out there. So for those who are not in Texas, not in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, we have this area in Fort Worth. It's called the Stockyard. So you know, you know people who are not from Texas, they think that we just ride cowboys and cattle is going down the street. All that. Yeah, they think there's horses. Horses. Well, now, Fort Worth. I ride cowboys. I mean horses, yeah. Fort Worth, there is a whole lot of that shit. I'm not going to lie. Right. So, but in reality, that's not how we live. But this area, the stockyards in Fort Worth, Texas, it fits every fucking uh, stereotype, stereotype <laughs> that you guys will have about Texas. There's Lassos and shit. Hey, there's cattle on the street. There's people riding horses. You're going to see cowboy boots. You're going to see just old town looking at shit, right? A lot of Lil Nas X type shit going on. A lot on. of Lil Nas X shit going on. Billy Ray. There. Yeah, all that, man. But uh, we met at the uh, it's a Coliseum. We met and we went to an all-black rodeo. It's a Black History Month. They got an all black rodeo. I've heard of the all black rodeo. I've just never Man. been. And I so there's some people that have actually invited me uh-huh. to that. I just haven't entertained it. Not gonna lie to you, man. Um, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I will say that from the start. I had such an amazing time. It's called the Bill Pickett Show. It was lit. Bro, so much fun. So I'll, I'll just get into a little history. Bill Pickett, he's like a um uh famous cowboy from like the 1800s. He's black. But he invented what is called steer wrestling. You know what this is? Have you ever heard of this? Steer wrestling? Like steer is, wrestling. What's a, is a steer like a, a longhorn, basically? Yeah, like a little cattle. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cattle. A longhorn? Same shit. Whatever, man. <laughs> a cattle. I think, what, I think cattle is like either just like a, a group of cows or okay. a group of longhorns. That's cattle. But oh, shit, I don't know. cattle is multiple. Okay. Cattle is multiple. Steer is single. Plural. <laughs> Steers. <laughs> Steering wheel. Can we get this? Where the steery? Right. Steery. Where the steeries? But no, nah, man, I'm going to just read a little definition I got on the internet just so we can uh, know what it is. But it says steer, steer wrestling, also known as bulldogging, is a rodeo event in which a Excuse horse. Excuse me? <laughs> steer wrestling, also known as bulldogging? Bulldogging. Okay. <laughs> it says here. In which a horse-mounted rider chases a steer, drops from the horse to the steer, then wrestles the steer to the ground by grabbing his horns. Oh, I've seen that. And pulling it off balance so that it falls to the ground. I had never really seen this shit in my life, right? I've only seen this because uh, my grandmother had the basic cable growing up to which if you used to turn on my 27 when you were a lot younger, they just used to have rodeo on. Okay. So I saw shit like that. No, I had never seen it. So essentially, you know, they have the little gay where the the cowboy who's ever on he the, likes boys on the horse. <laughs> They're at the gate and then they Oh, the gate. Come on now. What you think I said? I thought you said the little gay. <laughs> that's not what I said. I it's cleared up now. But I was you like wanted to hear that's, that. that's why when I was like he likes boys? Nah, the cowboy. By the gate. The gate. And okay. The, and the steer who's in the gate. And then they open up the gate and the steer takes off running. And then the cowboy chases after the steer, right? This is reverse bullshit. What you mean? Like, not bullshit, but like the, the type of shit you see in the rodeo with uh-huh. the bull. Like the reverse type of oh, shit yeah, where yeah, they yeah. let the For bull sure. out For and sure. the person goes running from the bull. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. They did that too as well. But uh, but this one, the steer racing, but it was just crazy because literally they are on their horse. They jump off of their horse and basically tackle the steer and then they have to wrestle it by the horns and you have to flip it on his back for the time to stop were they just straight wrestling it or did they lasso it no nah, so you you lasso it no no no. on this one steer wrestling there's no lasso 
nigga, they jump off their horse on the right side. And then side, just get the... And then they jump onto the stair and they wrestle that motherfucker to the ground and they time, but the time don't stop until you flip him on his back. Was there any point in the rodeo that you were like, I wonder how the steer feels? Yes, because <laughs> nigga, I, no, I, I swear to God, because it's like they almost breaking his neck every time because they have to grab him by the horns and they're, you know, nigga, they strong. Hell yeah. So they have to use a lot of aggression, nigga, and they're like ripping his fucking neck apart to me and then body slamming him on the ground. I'm like, Jesus Christ. But it was so live, man. I swear, like I this want, nigga here. I want to go back, dog. Like I just first off, it was all black people. They were playing black music. It was amazing. Was it just one night, or is it here like all of February? So just uh, one day they did an early show. I went to the one at one thirty. They had another one that same night, Saturday night at like seven. Um, but they go all across the country though. So wherever cities, if you look it up, the Bill Pickett show is it'll be in your city sometime. They're gonna be back here, I believe, Juneteenth. So I might fuck around and try to go again, but. It was amazing, bro. Like I said, I've never been to a rodeo. Um, I was with with my my people, of course, that made it better. But just experiencing different things these days, I'm like, bro, I've never been to the stockyards. That's another thing. I've lived here my entire life. This area that I mentioned, stockyards, I've never been. It was my first time. To this day, I'm 25 years old. I've been in Fort Worth my whole yep, life. Yep, I've yep. never Still been to the stockyards. Still fighting to this day. To this day. day. To this day. <laughs> to this day, man. But yeah, same shit, bro. Had never been there. And it's really a lot to do out there. Like, I want to go back and just explore. Um, you remember we was talking about state Shake Shack? Yeah, Shake Shack, Hop Dottie, that shit. They got one out there. I, I went again. It's my first time going in, like, five years. I had a chicken burger, of course, but, like, just doing shit I ain't never did before, man. Like, I'm out here living life. I feel good. No, you got to get a burger. Like, I, yeah, I don't eat. Yeah, I know. But, man. no, they chicken sandwich was crazy, though. They chicken sandwich was amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what it was about those steaks last week. <laughs> I know. I need another one. I'm not gonna Dog. Lie to you. <laughs> I need another one. I ain't going to lie. I shouldn't, eat, lie. I shouldn't have even ate it. I know. That's or shouldn't have is. even eaten it. What is what is the, the correct past tense? Eating. Eating. Maybe. I, I shouldn't know. have even eaten it. I shouldn't have even ate it because yeah. I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm like man. I'm like SpongeBob at the hooks. <laughs> I'm like Tyrone Bigum right now. I ain't going to lie Sheesh. to you. I got some more of that. I, I could go for another steak, but um, <clears throat> go on with the weekend. Uh, but that was Saturday morning, Saturday evening. Like I said, the show was at one thirty, ended at like around three thirty, four o'clock. Then we had the little dinner, you can call it, afterwards. And then later that night around 6, 7 o'clock is when I met up with you. We kicked it out the house, got some business done, went over the equipment, like you mentioned, watched a little bit of Wu-Tang. Um, and now we're here, man. Got back home, fell asleep. Sunday. We said kicked it for a while. We were there for like six hours. We were there for entirely too long. It was like 6.45 to midnight, basically. Yeah, yeah. A very long time, but got home, went to sleep, man. Had to wake up, work out boot camp. You know how that is. And then shit, we potted, man. Everybody's weekend is is very busy in a completely different way. And we only we only linked up once. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, we're here. <clears throat> do we have any int- Ooh, we do have intros. Uh-huh. It was All-Star Weekend, Kari. Oh, yeah, this is another thing we actually was doing on Saturday as well. I forgot. Yeah, um, I think we actually either, it was before Wu-Tang or we turned Wu-Tang off mm-hmm. to turn on the NBA All-Star Weekend events. Uh, we didn't see the the player challenge or the 
the rookie challenge <laughs> or yet. the three-point shit. Yeah. They actually started on Friday with the, uh, what is it, like the Rising Stars Challenge? Yeah, and the Celebrity All-Star, celebrity All-Star game. game. Yeah, so that was Friday. I caught a little bit of that. I really just turned it off. But Is the Rising Star Challenge the one where they got like dribbling, fucking zigzagging, and then throw the ball through the fucking circle and <laughs> so, make it all the way in and shit so, and lay it up? And yeah, yeah. They do like a little, what do you call it? It looked like a fucking... Obstacle course. <laughs> yeah, like a summer camp, to be honest. Head-ass. Field day. Field day. Um, but yeah, they do that, but no, they actually play a game. I can't remember. It's like, maybe it's called the Rising Stars game. Or ch- I don't know, but anyways, that shit was Friday, but Saturday, like you said, the best of the rookies, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. the young guys, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Saturday, they had the three point, like you mentioned, everything else that they do, but we we only caught the dunk contest, which is the only one that we were able to see together. But least. boy, was that some shit to catch! Jesus Christ, Matt McClung, yo, now, Shoo. white boy, we caught him dunk two. <laughs> right, we saw right. dunk two and three. Now we. Eventually got to go back and see the first dunk, but we saw everybody's basically dunk two and dunk three. This nigga McClung made a star out of himself in a night. Literally, man. Overnight, bro. Nigga turned into like an overnight success. And he's he's not, if you know his story, the, the guy really has grinded and it took him a long time to get here, nigga. But regardless of that, bro, this nigga put on a fucking show at the dunk contest. We were sitting there amazed, bro. It's it's just because with most of the dunks you see, even with the winners from years past, and I'd say maybe the last seven to ten years, they all do at least two or three dunks before they get to their actual one that goes in. Right. This nigga was one take Jake every fucking time. Yep. This yep. go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going on again about how every single time he went first round, second round, third round. He didn't have to, he didn't miss a dunk and have to regroup. He just went straight at it. Yeah, man. What I was going to add is another thing as well with just the contest that we've seen in years previous, years past, everybody only has one or two flashy dunks that they try to save if they make it to the final round to put on a show for their last dunk, right? To get that 50 at the end. Not him. This nigga, I think he dunked four times. He had three 50s, if I'm not mistaken. Like you, Did he dunk four times or was th- it three or four? I think it was four total, okay, two, okay. two each round. But you normally don't see people go crazy every single dunk. Like I said, they usually just save one, the best for last type Not shit. Not that guy. This nigga had a dunk for every single round. Me and Kari were sitting here saying this before they even said it on the television set themselves. I was looking at it, I was like, yo, Kari. This nigga's gonna be a star before the end of the night. Like he, like when he wakes up tomorrow morning, he's gonna be a star. They just birthed a new star in the NBA. Yep, yep. And uh, by the end of the dunk contest, everybody that was on the commentating dance, they were saying the exact same thing. Yep. I, I can't believe what I saw last night. Ama- it was Vince Carterish. Yeah, what I saw last night. It's crazy. He's already up to a million followers now on Instagram. I think before. The uh, dunk contest, he was somewhere in between 930 to 950-ish. So it's only going to get higher at this point as well. And like I said, this is a guy who's, who's battled, man. Like, he's been in the league for a while, but he was in the G League, um, you know, going back his and way forth, up, working his way up. He's on the roster spot now. I believe Philadelphia is a team, if I'm not mistaken. That's yes. Yeah, he's a 76er. Man, just it's big ups. You, you love to see these uh, Cinderella stories, I guess is what we can call them, man. And it's just amazing, bro. Like, big ups to bro putting on a show, but also from this point on, like, he's really made a name for himself. You can only just applaud a guy for that, man, putting in that work and then finally, you know, reaching your goal. Like, that shit is amazing. Yeah, shout out to him. Um, I don't want to stay there too long. 
Now, we didn't watch the three-point uh, shootout, but I do want to give Dame Lillard his his uh, props, you know. Yeah, we'll get into all that later, but he did win the three-point contest. Yep. <clears throat> saw that as well. I think he put up like 26 in the last round to win. Um, but today, like I said, we recorded it Sunday, obviously, but today is the motherfucking all-star game. Are you going to watch it? So I probably won't get to catch the entire thing, but yeah, I'm going to try to catch the end of it. I need to see what time it start. to be honest with you. It's probably going to be like a, a seven or eight kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I'll catch it, the end of it for sure. Who was Who were the captains this year? Giannis and LeBron, LeBron and Giannis. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, why would I not think That's LeBron? That's what I'm saying. It's, it's been them for like the last three, four years, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think KD had it in between there one of them two years, but Giannis and LeBron, they've been the captains for a while. Okay. Yeah, so they actually changing it up this year. They're doing the draft on the day of, I believe. I don't think they've done the draft yet. I think the draft is going to be today, and then niggas will know what team that they on. Kari almost just had me fucked up. He's <laughs> talking about the NBA All-Star draft. I was like, um, no, 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 they're, no, they're not. <laughs> you thought about the, the end of the season? Yeah, the I was like, draft? no, July. No, I was no, like, no, no, July, no, July. Hell no. You know, they, they do the captains now. They pick their teams type shit, so. Um, I think they're doing it literally right before the start of the game. I could be wrong, but I know before they would have the teams before the game started, like a couple of days, like Friday. I don't think they have the teams designated at this point. I'm not going to lie. I, I still don't like the captain's type of shit that's really? going on. I know we said that the East-West shit, it got kind of tired. It was time to move past that and do something new, but I, I don't like this. Sorry. We should go back to the East and West. Yeah. I just want to go back to niggas wearing their own jerseys. I just want to see that. That or at least, like, let's just switch it up from the red and white. Like, you remember back in the yeah. day where they had the white and turquoise and shit mm-hmm. like that? Like, let's do something different. Because yeah, the jerseys suck. Throwback jerseys, whatever we need something. to do yeah. to make it look more appealing. Facts, man. Facts. But uh, looking forward to that. These niggas are in Utah. We talked about this months prior. Um, I want to let you guys know, men, if your woman is in Utah at this point in time. <laughs> she's getting fucked. You lost her, dog. You um, might as well just go ahead and wrap it up, man. Nobody goes to Utah. Nobody goes to Utah. Your girl's not warming. Um, right. And it's it's starting. It's still snowing, but. She's not even that big of a basketball fan. She's not that into you. <laughs> Don't want you to let you know that. I mean, I, I want to let you know that personally. Yeah, man. If um if your girl's in Utah right now, she's probably with a Nick. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think about some of the players you don't want your girl with on All Star Weekend. Uh, some of the All Stars or just in general. Uh, All Stars. That's what I meant. Like some of the All Stars. Let me see who's an All Star. Who do you not want your girl with in the league? I'm trying to think of niggas that I'm actually like. I'm not afraid of any of these niggas, but mm. like if I see her with him, like. Yeah, I can't think of nobody who's an all-star. MA. If your girl's with D book, fuck. Over. It's up. It's it's up there. Yeah. Who is um what's bro from the Knicks? This sucks. I'm not the Knicks. Uh 76ers. And beat? No, he's not on the 76ers anymore, but you said that sucks. What you mean that sucks? Oh my god, he was trash. Oh, Ben Simmons. If your girl's with Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't even an all-star no more, but yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, I'm just talking about... Yeah, just, yeah, just talking You about. lost her. Um, it's a couple niggas. Trey lost her. If you... Jordan Clarkson, because he's a Utah... 
player. <laughs> if you bitches with Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> Let me say this. And I'm not sure if he's on All-Star. I'm not sure why he wouldn't be. Um, this is probably the number one. If your girl has scratched, uh, touched, brushed up against, or been anywhere within a, a 60-foot radius of John Morant. That's why I sell Morant. It's up there. Yeah, he's he's there for sure, though. Mellow Ball, yeah. leave him. Yeah. Leave her. These young niggas, man. If my girl came back to, to Texas... From All Star Weekend with a picture with one of them niggas. <laughs> it's up. I'm going to be like, so what, did y'all, what was y'all night like? How'd you get that close to him? <laughs> I was going to say. He's got security. I right. always see him with security. Like, right. how, 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 you how get do you close? get over there? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no female friends of mine that I know are in Utah right now. Yeah, I don't have anybody that I know, close friends, none of that that's in Utah. So I'm able to breathe and, and sleep well this weekend. There's no ladies that I care about in that state right facts, now. Facts, facts, facts. Which, which makes me feel good. Yeah, I've been able to sleep at night. I've been able to hold my food down. I was going to say, I've been getting food <laughs> down really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no issues. I want to keep it that way. Facts. So <clears throat> shout out everybody at uh, All-Star Weekend. Yep, yep. We're going to watch that game tonight. Are we ready to get into music? Let's move on, man. So uh, we had a lot of music that dropped over the weekend. Um, we did. No albums we did have metro Boomin drop a deluxe to his album which is really just the songs chopped and screwed or chopped not slopped the villains version of yeah. heroes and villains i guess the last one was just for the heroes just for the heroes this one is for the, the naysayers as well but the naysayers <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so that dropped as far as albums want to move into just the songs that came out so earlier in the week and i had gave that album no light nigga i didn't listen to it chop not slop i don't i'm not not with that, but uh, Don Tolliver, man. So we mentioned earlier in the week that he had dropped that song called For Me with Caliuchis on Valentine's Day. He did. I mentioned on the last episode that he had said he was going to announce something else on Friday. I speculated that it may have been the album release date, another song, things like that. It ended up being both of those. He dropped a new song called Leave the Club featuring Little Dirk and Glorilla. He also announced that his album, which is titled Love Sick. I hate that you pronounced the the T's in, in Little Dirk. The little, the T and little, what I say? Little Dirk. Oh, I don't like, I don't, little. I don't like it. You may, like the thing, like little Dirk. I'm, I don't like how you keep interrupting me. How about that? You're right. My fault. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it makes them like a bitch when you say the T's. Yeah, little. Like nigga. when you say Little Wayne. Yeah, my fault. When I was a kid, I ain't gonna lie. It took me a while to stop saying little. I used I, to say Little Wayne all the time. I used to say it, but um, I didn't realize I did that. It's my I fault. realized it sounded corny, so yeah, I was yeah, like, I can't fault. make them niggas sound corny. Little Dirk. There we go. Glorilla. What were you gonna say? Glow, glow, literally. <laughs> glow, literally. Glow, literally. Glorilla, man. We're Leave going. the club, and then, like I said, just the last thing. The album, Love Sick. He announced that that's dropping this week on Friday, the twenty fourth. Uh, but back to the song, Leave the Club. First time I heard it, I didn't like it. I did not like it, man. It took me to the third or fourth listen where I was like, okay, this shit jams. How do you feel about it? Um, it's all right. I've only heard it a couple times. I heard it during pre-production, mm-hmm. but Don Tolliver's always going to do what he needs to do. Glorilla actually sounds really good on this. Um, who else is on this track that we just said? Little. I'm playing. Little Dirk. L- Little Dirk. <laughs> Uh, it's all right. Little Dark's all right. Yeah, yeah. So to me, what I'll say about the song, it's not going to be my favorite. It's going to sound good within the album to me once we get all the other tracks. And that's why, like, when I first heard it, Every time Don Tolliver puts out a single, usually it's one of those singles where it's like, oh, shit, like he don't 
he don't miss. It's a single that, you know, you if the radio was still out, you would hear it on the radio. The nigga never misses. Right. This is not one of them songs where it's just like, okay, this would have been like one of them radio singles. So that's why I was like, uh. But after listening to it a couple of times, like I said, it sounded good. Dirk actually went in. He had a crazy uh, verse. And then, well, really at the end, so they changed the song up completely. Like, it's, it's two songs in one. They changed the beat at the end. And then that's when Glorilla comes in and she raps for like a minute at the end. And she snapped, man. So looking forward to the project, man. Don Tolliver coming out the success of the last album. Was it The Life of a Don? I think is what it's called. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that, <laughs> that album. That shit was amazing. From I'm the cover there. art to the content man. to the lyricism, the beats, everything. the production. Music videos, everything about that album was special. That album is great. That album is special, man. So just... Um, that Swinging just, on Westheim was still one of my favorite songs. That whole album go crazy, but... Looking forward to uh, hearing Love Sick, like I said, to be out Friday. So, of course, we'll play that. We'll give our review, you know, next week on on the next Monday pod, man. We will. Let's move into the next track. Key Glock dropped a new song. It's called Work. Mm-hmm. Um, he also announced his new album, Glaucoma 2. Also drops Friday, yeah. February 24th. The, the stars are stepping out on the 24th, Corey. Hey, man. It's, uh, it's getting to that point. We're starting to see those drops, those big drops. This, this is the single that I needed from Key Glock. Mm, okay. You liked it. I fucking love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard it a few times, like I said. All of the tracks that came out this weekend, I didn't hear them until pre-production. I was busy. I just gave you all the rundown of my weekend, so there wasn't a whole lot of new music listening going on then. But during pre-production, I heard every new song that came out. My favorite of this week happens to be Work by Key Glock. Okay. Now, there's a couple of other ones that we'll end up talking about because that nigga A Boogie is in his bag. Like, I mean, he's in his bag. But let's stick to Key Glock. How did you like the new song work? I loved it as well, man. It got me excited about his album. We've said before just how important this album is going to be for Key Glock and how we needed something more. We needed a single. We needed some controversy. We needed some interviews. I'm okay with him dropping just this single the week before the album comes out. I'm like, okay, I think he's ready. You know what I mean? Like this song. Not commercially, but. Yeah, yeah, not commercially, not yet. But as far as just like he's going to make, hopefully, a good project, you know, so I love it. I have no, nothing bad to say about this song, man. It's great. Okay. Um, I don't think I have anything else to say about it. Yeah, I really think it's a good song. If there's any songs out of this week, I'm telling y'all to check out. Like I said, we're going to get into A Boogie, but Work by Key Glock. Go check that song out. Now, I mean, don't, don't pause us, but <laughs> check that out after this pod. Um, and we did mention the album. DJ Drama and Lil Baby, they dropped a new track featuring A Boogie with yes, the sir. hoodie. Yes, sir. Artists. It's called Home. Yeah. I mean, with or, or Hope For Me or some I shit think, like that. I, th- I don't know why they spelt it like that. Maybe it's Hope For Me. I really don't even know <laughs> if they ever even said that in the in the song. I couldn't remember. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, but this song is amazing, man. I want to focus on A Boogie first. Um, like you said, this nigga is in his bag. If you think about it, A Boogie just hadn't had like a a new album, but every feature that he's had within the last year or two, Mm -hmm. oh, he's stepping on that shit. Yeah, he actually just dropped recently, though. He did drop an album. What was it, 21? No, I think he dropped towards the end of last year. Yeah, Me Versus Myself came out December. What the fuck? That's probably why I missed it. We didn't report on that. Yeah, it's just quiet. He had that song, like, 24 Hours with Dirk was still on there. Just He had, like, a lot of old songs that just... And those some of those were on his... His album from 2021, like the 24 hours. Yeah, like he just put it. That's why I was just like, this is weird. So, uh, but outside of that, man, this nigga sounded so good on this damn song. He's on the course. It's more of a melodic beat. A Boogie's just, 
I don't know. Maybe maybe we need to play that album and see what he was really talking about on the album because right here, bro, this sounds like the A Boogie from 2018. Was this a new like were these new tracks that on the album right? It's confusing, ain't it? It's confusing as fuck. Yeah, because I, I'm one. It's I'm just trying to go back and on there. <laughs> are there? There's more than one old song on there. I, man, to me, look, that water drowning part two. Like I don't know, but I know for sure that 24 hour song is two years old. Okay. You know, so, but who knows? Outside of that, though, the song, how do you feel about this one? The Hope For Me or Home? Oh, I think this sounds really good. Now, it's it's to the point where we had a talk a couple of weeks ago how we weren't liking rap, how we thought the biggest rappers in rap weren't producing the way they needed to be. Dark wasn't producing the way he needed to be. Baby wasn't producing the way he needed to be um, as it pertains to the rap that's coming out on Wax. Right. Lil Baby snapped on that. Lil Baby went crazy. Lil Baby went fucking crazy. Now, he wasn't the one we were talking about. Last pod or the pod before that, you were talking to me about how you thought everything that you heard from Lil Durk in the last few years was like a lie. You you just felt like <laughs> his music was just like stupid all of a sudden. Yeah. Lil Baby's not like that. Nah, Lil Baby, um, Lil Baby is Lil Baby, bro. He's he's one of the best artists. Lil Baby. Lil Baby. One of the best artists out. That's just, um, like we said before, just with rap and the way rap has progressed, and I just ain't wanted to hear a lot of niggas' music. But now Lil Baby, you listen back to his shit, it gets better with time. That nigga, uh, Dirk on the show. I fucking ass, you can't sit straight. Like, what are we talking <laughs> about? What are we talking about? <laughs> like, I fucking ass, she sat on the peas today. <laughs> <laughs> She's sore, dude. Like, dude. That yeah. hurts, probably. Right. And then one last thing before we move on. This is DJ Drama and Little Baby. Look, he did it again. DJ Drama and Little Baby. Baby. <laughs> he cleaned it up. <laughs> he cleaned it up. He knew what he did. <laughs> Little Baby, man. But no, uh, could that be an upcoming project? Drama and Baby? I would love to hear Drama and Baby. And what? Baby on the Gangsta Grills? That would be amazing. Baby, not Baby. Drama's already doing a million projects at once. Um, he's got that music Soul Child that's fit to come out sometime soon. I think that's coming out in what? That's Hit Boy. They're the same nigga, right? <laughs> this nigga. It's coming out in March, though. No, nah, I'm just playing. Yeah. Um, oh, you are right. Yeah, it's Hit Boy and music. Music. But there was a there was a R&B tape that DJ Drama did with a female artist last year. I just can't really remember her name. She wasn't prominent like that. Um, I'll go get it, but <clears throat> DJ Drama and Lil Baby... I feel like that could work because we're talking about somebody that came up making street music, like mm-hmm. DJ Drama producing street tapes. And we're talking about like basically the king of trap music right now yeah. outside of Future. Um, I don't want to still call him the biggest rapper in the game, but one of the biggest fucking rappers in the game. It only makes sense he does this shit with him. Facts, facts. I, I can see it. Um, it would be great. I just wanted to put an emphasis on that because, you know, when you see when they list people as the artists, it's like, okay, what's going on there? You know, and DJ Drama, of course, I'm sure he made the beat more than likely, but it could have just been a drama song. They made a point of emphasis to put, no, this is drama and Little Baby featuring yeah. artists, you know? So we'll just see what happens from there. And it only makes sense that Little Baby one day does a tape with DJ Drama. I right. mean, the biggest rappers in the game that I can think of, Young Boy just did a tape with Drama. Um... Tyler just did a tape with Drama, won a Grammy. Why wouldn't Montana, he? They just did that Coke Boys. I wasn't going to mention him just because I know I was just saying, like, the biggest the in the biggest. game. Got you, got and you. And I don't want niggas looking at me crazy like like they think I think 
French Montana is like the biggest in the game. But he's doing it with everybody, man. Fuck it. Lil Baby needs to be next. <clears throat> Where are we at with it next? More A Boogie with the hoodie? Yes, sir. So this is a single that he dropped. This one's called No 808s featuring the young kid Vori. I don't know which one I like better. I like this one better. Really? <laughs> this one is crazy. A Boogie with the hoodie can do no wrong right now. Yeah, so this one is more melodic than the first one, even though the first one is melodic as well. But this one is just straight singing, uh, straight like just heartbreak love type shit. I think that's why I like it the most. Um, but no wrong, bro. Like I said, it's just an amazing song. I, I can't really explain it no no better than that. Just you got to tap into it. Artist is a guy, like we said, is just super talented. He can switch up his flow. He can go crazy on the bars. Then he can do some singing. Then he can get melodic and do the uh, the interlude type shit where like it's like a two-part version to the song. Like He can just do it all, man. And this song, No 808, featuring Vori, is an example of that. Vori had a crazy little verse as well at the end. Just an amazing track. Yeah. Amazing track. I think you pretty much summed it up. Um, let's keep moving on down the list of our new tracks coming out. Polo G dropped a new song called No Time Wasted. That was a future feature. Yep, yep. <clears throat> you didn't like this one. I like this one. Uh, yeah, it just, I won't say I didn't like it. It just wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, Polo G's verse is just, it's, I've heard it before. It's Polo G-ish to you? <laughs> I've heard that verse before. Maybe it's because it's his tone of voice. Okay. I feel like his tone of voice makes everything that he raps sound the same. But I've always liked Polo G. And we don't have a whole lot of rappers that get into storytelling like that these days. Polo G is a storytelling ass nigga. That's why I really respect him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like this song. It's cool. I like Future's, uh, his verse better than Polo G as well to me. It was just like, like I said, and I, I'm I'm big on uh, Polo G as well. Every time he puts out a tape, I listen to it. It just sounds repetitive to me. This verse, like I said, I, I've heard it before. But it's not a bad track. Not a bad track. If you like Polo G, man, you should listen to it. You'll probably, you'll probably like it. It just wasn't one of my favorites from what we have discussed so far. We're getting a Polo G album this year. When was the last one dropped? 21. What was Hall the name of that? Hall of Fame 2.0. Yeah. And we were actually... Hall of Fame went crazy. I didn't want him to drop Hall of Fame 2.0. He doubled back, I think, within a year. Yeah, I remember. Because um, Hall of Fame just by itself was so successful, bro. Hall of Fame came... Yeah, he had a number one hit. If you remember... Um, yeah, the one that... Rap Star, something like that. Yeah, Rap Star. It, it went number one on, on mm -hmm. Billboard. But I don't even know if that was on that one or if that was on Hall of Fame 2.0. Probably put it on Lux. Yeah, it was on it was on two point yeah. But um Cause the guy what's the guy that plays the the, the ukulele? I can't even think of his name, like Banks. Einer Banks. Einer Banks made that beat. You're right. Yeah. Um, but the album that was the big one that blew him up was uh The Goat. That came out two thousand and twenty, okay. um, May two thousand and twenty. Then he doubled back and dropped December two thousand and twenty one. But I, I think he turned his entire Hall of Fame one and two into the same oh. thing and removed Hall of Fame from the album. If I'm not wrong, oh, here it is. Yeah, he, he dropped both of those albums, Hall of Fame one and two, in 2021. Makes sense. Uh, Hall of Fame one came out June 11, 2021, and Hall of Fame two came out December 3rd, 2021. That's what I was upset about. I was about to say, back to your point, you said that you were upset. Why? Six months. You And... Hall of Fame, like you said, was such a big album. Now that I'm seeing this, he had the the rap cover and shit like that. Rap Star was on that. You had a number one album uh, and a number yeah. one Billboard Hot 100 single. Right. Um, 
He had Blackhearted on there, Gang Gang with Lil Wayne. He had the No Return with the Kid Leroy. Mm, I remember that one. It was a really big album for you to. I'm thinking of it almost like uh, the Carter or the Blueprint, something like that. If you're gonna start a legendary series for yourself, you didn't need to deluxe it. You don't need to either deluxe it or double back on it gotcha. within six months. Take some time and give us a, a full effort or like a an effort. Yeah, because more than likely, and I'm I mean, who who are we to say, but those songs that he did add on 2.0 were probably songs that are already done, already finished, and he just made a deluxe out or a 2.0. It's not some new songs that he recorded when he could have just done that, took some more time and made a, a whole new complete project. I know what you're saying, but I want to ask the question, bro, because we're we're just from a different era. When it comes to the music, we've got we're the middle child. I've said this before. We this got the here. we got the blog era, and then we have this new streaming era. So, for the artists these days who are very successful, we want them to be the number one guys. I don't know if they really believe they can take as much time off as you could back in the day. You can't. And I heard Lil Yachty say this a few, like uh, probably five or six years ago, and I've always stuck with it. Today's fans are fickle. Yes. Um, they you have to be in their face nonstop, or there's so there's so much music, right. so many artists popping up and popping up that if you don't drop every year, them niggas will forget about you unless you are the biggest of the biggest of the big. Mm-hmm. So I, I I agree with you a hundred percent on niggas taking their time and waiting because you will probably produce a better project or give us a better product. But just to add to the point, I just think some of these guys just real life can't, or they're afraid of doing it because they think they may miss out on the fame or the notoriety. You know, I just think that... Or the money. That's why they're... <laughs> right. Like, or the money. Like you can't miss out on the for money. Sure, for sure. But uh, I just wanted to point that out, bro, Like because I agree with you. Like I, I wish niggas would take their time. We, we talk about it all the time, but some niggas just can't, man. It's real life can't. Just put out, like, EPs... Mixtapes, mm-hmm. tracks, features. Like if you you like that, like if you got the motion going around, like you're gonna have some features going around. The same way we listening to a new A Boogie single and a new A Boogie feature. Like he's got the motion. All right. Like he's having that shit right now. You got a point. Um But yeah, that's all I wanted to get into with with Polo G. We'll be looking forward to his new album dropping this year because it is dropping this year. The last track I think we have, Lotto. She stuck to the roots, and she named her new track <laughs> Lottery. And there's a feature cut from Lucala. Lucala, I think it's how it's pronounced. Yeah, she's a um, underground, up and coming pop artist, I believe. She's black, but uh, she's she's super underground. So I wanted to point that out first, man. The song is amazing. So Lotto, it's like, super poppy. Yeah, like I said before, like, and I, when I sent this song to you, I said, hey, like, she's gonna last. She. Lotto's going to experience longevity because not only is she talented, but she's just moving around the right way. We talked about the success that she had the previous year, the Mariah Carey, all the things that have has happened so far in her career. Then she moves to this track, right? Lottery. It's a pop song. She's rapping, but this song is pop alternative. It's pop all the way. So my thing is... Well, yeah, pop alternative. Yeah. Lotto could have easily went and got somebody who is a star in that genre. She could have went and got Dua Lipa or whoever is fucking popping. Halsey. Right. Who's ever popping <laughs> in pop, right? But she instead went and got this young 
artist that nobody know. Like she gave her a chance, so I just wanted to applaud her for that. But the song is great, nigga. Like this song is amazing. You gotta check it out, man. The reason why I think this song is gonna work is because number one, she's she signed Atlantic. Anything them niggas is trying to do, uh, it's gonna pop. But she seems like she's speaking with the execs or whoever she needs to speak with that are also well aware that that rap shit's not hitting right now. <laughs> but like from the business it's standpoint, they true. they yeah. yo they letting niggas know like yo that actual bars, beats, that shit, it's not hitting right now. So we're going to have to go different places with this. That's why you got Big Energy. Big Energy is a rap track, but it can fit into all different kinds of categories, like pop. Urban. You throw Mariah Carey on that, oh, my gosh, you put that shit on Kiss FM. Mm -hmm. Um, You didn't catch me. Did you hear what I said? Urban. (laughs) They put that on the urban right now. Holy shit, he said (laughs) urban. It took me a while to actually get that. Um, It's an urban track. To where this track comes out, this is pop too. This yeah, is almost dance. Thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, for sure. yeah, I didn't even think about that. I thought of Renaissance when I heard this fucking track. You're right, man. You're right. It, it does have that feel. Um, but like I said, I agree with you. I think Lotto has done a very good job in her career up until this point, whether it's her or whoever is in her circle or the record label. They're doing a great job with her. Like I mentioned before, she should have got, you know, artists of the year and shit. Lotto had the biggest year last year for a rap female artist. Oh, yeah, you thought she should have had Woman of the Year 2022? Well, it was like Complex or whoever it was. I, I'm not sure, but yeah, like... Billboard or some Billboard. shit. But, but Lotto, man, I'm just saying it now. Lotto is here to stay. That's what I text you when I sent this song. Lotto is going to be here. We, we can't... You, you guys, you can't get rid of Lotto. She's going to be the, the biggest star, one of the biggest stars on that female rap You side. think so? Yes, nigga. Lotto is going to be here. She's um She's starting to finally warm up. Now, I remember talking about Lotto like this a couple years ago, and we were like, we're going to have to wait to see. But I do see her as being one of those big ones. It's starting to come to fruition. Yeah. You're starting to see it a little bit. Yeah, man. For sure. She's one of those artists that I don't listen to so much, so she's probably a lot bigger than I think she is. Me, I don't listen to her like that. The album came out, played the album for a few weeks. I just see everything that comes with what she does. You know what I'm saying? Like, every time she's on social media, songs like this, I'm like, okay, I, I see the motion from a bird's eye view. That's why I'm thinking she's going to last. And just to go back, don't want to reiterate, but, nigga, number one songs, Mariah Carey. You're Mariah Carey switch, is what's doing it for me. You're switching over. You're doing pop. You had the, the commercial songs, that shit with Wayne, Sunshine on, like, she had everything in that project. That's even why though, I'm, even though he tried to fuck her, um, facts. <laughs> or was it Kodak? It was not Kodak. Who knows? But yeah, it was, man, it was Wayne. But just outside of that, I just, I just really see her having a long and successful career. Up until this point, it's everything that they've done in her camp. They've done it the right way. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Yeah. I agree with everything you said. Um, like I said, I'm not that in tune with Lotto, so I don't want to stay on her forever. Um, <laughs> forever. No, I'm not saying we're staying forever. I just don't want to keep going on with Lotto. For sure. Um, I want to get into shit that I'm more privy to. Are you ready to get news? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. I think that was our last track. News. Lil Nas X now holds the number one most streamed song released in each of the last two decades. That's the 2010s and this decade that we're currently in now, the 2020s. So, um, 
Lil Nas X actually stole mm. the last decades of shit. And I don't mean like it didn't belong to him. I mean, we had nine whole years worth of shit that could have been entered into the streaming realm. Facts. This nigga came in in 2019 and earned himself the highest and most streamed record of the entire decade. Now, of course, it's warranted. It was Old Town Road, and we know that shit went week for 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 week. Facts. And then you know everybody had a remix or 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 remix. No cap. Like shit. That nigga Lil Mason got on that shit. Lil fucking Mason. Lil Mason. Mason Ramsey. Come on. What are we doing? He killed that hoe. Man. I got my horses in. No, nigga. Thug killed that up. That nigga was yodeling on that shit? Yes. You saw, in, wait. In Walmart. You said Thug was better than Mason Ramsey? Yes. You cap. Thug wasn't. Cap. <laughs> Thug wasn't better than Mason? Cap. <laughs> you got Thug fucked up, bro. Cap. Come on, bro. For real. Thug did a great job. Not better than that boy Mason. What about Billy Ray? Cap. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Mason did better than Lil Nas X. Okay. Cap. <laughs> yeah, my turn now. Nigga. Nah, you're right. You tripping. Um, why was I even talking about Mason? Uh, Old Town Road. Ah, there, there we go. go. Yep. But um, yes, like we like we just said, um, for the entire 2010s, Lil Nas X came in in 2019 and he locked that up for the entire decade. It's the crazy. number one most streamed song of that decade. It's crazy. Let's move on to this decade, the 2020s. That industry baby track with him and Jack Harlow, it is now currently the number one most streamed song released in this entire decade. Now, we're only three years into the decade. I do think by 2029, there will be a higher streamed song because this is not Old Town Road. Facts, I agree. But this is still huge. This is a wow for Lil Nas X. And uh, take your hat off, like clap your hands, a round of applause to that nigga. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure. Give it up for that nigga. For sure, but uh, I don't really like Industry Baby that much. I'm not gonna lie to you. From what I remember, I don't play that song much. But is it really that good, or is this just another one of those? The sin is one is for the champions. Okay, Uh, uh, Okay. I ain't lost since I began. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've heard it. I've heard it. But I just is this another one of those? You said this when Old Town Road came. I want to bring this back. Oh, you think he's faking the streams? I mean, you just called him an industry plant. So is this still just a, another formulation of that leading off the 2019 spur, spurt or whatever the yes. fuck we want to call it? Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it not? Yes. That's what, Everything I'm, that's what that, I'm saying. And what was that? Some Montero? The little, yeah, that's um, um, he, he dropped that EP too. Remember the seven or whatever? No, but I'm talking about like supporting my, my hypothesis that he's an industry yeah, yeah. plan when you have Old Town Road that came in in the ninth year of the decade and took every record from the decade and every record in Billboard history. Mm-hmm. Um, it took Despacito's fucking records. Yep. Then you move on to Montero and the controversy from that, the imagery inside of that. Yep. Um, and then you move on to Industry Baby. Being the the highest streamed of the decade, yes, he is an industry plant, guys. Yeah, always been, always but, been. But um, 
y'all are going to have to wait for us to give up the exclusive content, shit like that, for me to go into the full depths on how it, how him being an industry plant actually makes sense and works and it is actually like recognizable, but I'm not getting into that here because I fuck around and get canceled for explaining, explaining Lil Nas X for everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, I just wanted to ask and, you know, because that was like four or five years ago now at this point, like we said, I just wanted to see if you still felt the same way because uh, the nigga doesn't drop anything. He hasn't dropped since 21. But every record that he does drop seems, or every single that he drops seems to be a billboard smash. Right, exactly. A smash. The nigga fucked Satan. Okay. Smash hit. Yeah. Got me when you wanna come in. <laughs> After a certain like number of weeks, I was like, damn, that shit sound good, nigga. I'm like, holy shit. Call me by your name. I was like, oh, fuck. Nah, bro, that EP that he shot was hard. Seven? Seven was hard. Yes. That I think that was when he had first came out. Yeah, that was like right after the success of Old Town Road. That tape was fucking amazing. Yeah. I need another tape like that from him, but unfortunately, you're not getting another tape like that. Nah, we'll, pro- we'll probably never get another tape. For Lil Nas X? No, you get another tape from Lil Nas X. That's why I say nigga don't drop music. When's the last tape that he dropped? 2021? Montero. You getting a tape this year. Okay. And that um, Montero, that industry baby was on Montero. Yeah, yeah. He's been smoking that long. He's an industry plant. <laughs> Just to sum it up. <laughs> the thing about it is like... We couldn't have used Corday. I would have been just fine man, with Corday being an industry fuck, plant, man. Me too, if it would have meant success. Oh my god! Like Jesus Christ, that's another thing. You saw Corday uh, at the dunk contest. Courtside. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Corey. Oh my! And remember where this is in the pod because we clipping this shit, Corey. <laughs> I saw Corday courtside yeah. All Star Weekend. Uh-huh. This nigga was standing next to Dwayne Wade and Spike Lee. Yep. This nigga was talking to Spike Lee. Spike Lee was sitting over like, get this 30000 a week selling ass nigga the fuck away from me. And somebody bring me money bag, yo, or something. <laughs> you gave him too much. Spike Lee wanted to talk to, to money bag, yo, nigga. You gave him too much, man. Me? You gave Corday too much. Oh, I was about to say, I was like. It ain't, yeah. it ain't 30. Oh, what was it, 17? It's like 16. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get this nigga that, that sold wood. <laughs> this nigga didn't go platinum. This nigga went aluminum. Oh, man, Corday. But I agree, man. Like, why couldn't it be Corday or just anybody else? Like, Oh, you thought I was off of that? No, I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm giving my <laughs> okay. two cents. I'm giving my two cents, man. Like, why couldn't it be Corday? But no, nah, go ahead. Go in on him. Why, All, was, he, why was he so close? All-Star like Weekend, Corday. He should have at least been on the third row. <laughs> if you selling records like Corday, I love Corday, and I love everything he puts into his album. He puts his heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears into that. Correct. You don't make your way courtside standing next to fucking Dwayne Wade doing what he's doing in the rap game. Not Spike Lee. Somebody go get Lil Baby and replace where the fuck he's standing. This nigga is talking to Spike Lee. You don't talk to Spike Lee. Yeah, you see him in the replays when they replaying the dunk. We saw Corday. Put out a cult classic. (laughs) (laughs) You don't put out a a classic for the decade, nigga. Hey, man, it's Naomi. I tried to tell you. He's there because of Naomi. Imagine if Naomi walked him in. (laughs) If Naomi got the tickets that night. Naomi was at the Super Bowl, so she for sure got him in. Imagine if Naomi was, was there without him. He just pulled up. Hey, man. 
You you want to make a joke, but shit, that shit could be true on the lowest of keys. Nah, she got a baby on the way. To sporting events for shit show. What do you mean? That Naomi is is the reason why Corday is getting in. Naomi is the reason why Corday is getting. You think Corday got courtside tickets to All Star Week, <laughs> nigga? He saw his rap friends and just made his way down there, nigga. Yeah, all them niggas got uh, them t- they tickets paid for. Naomi had a suite. <laughs> uh, Corday paid out his pocket for them courtside seats. Bro, that is crazy, nigga. Yeah, all those other niggas got a car from the NBA. They were like, we want you to be here for the night. Facts. Yeah, he paid sixteen thousand for that. Yep. Naomi was like, if you needed me to make a call, I could have... Shut up, right. bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. That's how Corday be in the house. Man. Corday like the nigga that makes less than his wife. So he beats her? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. I don't, care. I don't care what invitational you going to. Not because insecure, because she make more money. That's yeah, crazy. she was like, baby, I got invited to the Met Gala, but I know like that's not your thing. He only don't go because she's the one that gets the invitations and Makes shit. Sense. He Makes can't sense. be the plus one to the Met Gala. Yeah. Imagine if it is reported on Shade Room that um Naomi's there with or with that, the plus one. that Corday's there with Naomi as the plus one. Mm. It's possible. That's like being a second wheel. Hey, like I said, it's possible, bro. She's this is a Nike athlete we're talking about. Yeah, and I'm I'm making <laughs> jokes, but I'm so serious. Yeah, she is much ass. larger than Corday. Yeah, for sure. She's she's global with it. Yeah, absolutely. You think Corday's been on a world tour? No, that's uh-huh. your girl tour. <laughs> <laughs> she has, goddamn. But yeah, that's funny, man. I'm sorry, I had to bring that up. I'm sorry, I had to do Corday like that because yeah, it's all love. I really like that album. He's sitting on tumbleweed. <laughs> they got that nigga sitting on barn. Like, what is it? Sitting on lumber and shit. <laughs> yes. This nigga sitting on a pile of hay. This is he nigga, not like staring at the, the stars? Right, the needle in the haystack. <laughs> oh, is that what him? Is that what he's doing? Is symbolism? Oh, it's symbolism. He's the needle in the haystack. He's the diamond in the rough. <laughs> in the rough. The fuck out of here. I'm dead, bro. Corday sitting there man. talking to the nigga that made. Do the right thing. If you don't get your ass back up to level 200, nigga, that nigga made higher learning. Get away from... No, that was John Singleton. Yeah, was Either way, get away from that nigga. Yeah, bro. Do the right thing. You said that one? That yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. this nigga made love in basketball. You standing next to this nigga. Get the fuck away from him, sir. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. No lie. Give me another spot. This nigga made Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. You sitting here talking to this nigga during the dunk cool. contest like y'all cool. Right. Do that shit with Quincy. <laughs> Not even. Oh, yeah. it's just because they cool though. Quincy don't want to hear from him after that album. Yeah, yeah. Quincy thought he was gonna do more. Neither does uh, Dr. Dre. We ain't seen him since. Absolutely. You think Dr. Dre's giving that nigga another album? Nah. Dre don't play that. Corday, like, yeah, that was like um I <laughs> <laughs> was like when Dre gave the game documentary one. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm through with he you. He was like, nigga. nah, I thought you I thought you turned prolific, nigga. Yeah, I'm through with you. You still that. on Cedar Block. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> nah, niggas, you you went to the city with I that know, shit. I know, I know. Damn, don't piss the east side off. I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall Damn, bro. Yeah, I tripped out. <clears throat> you did trip out. That's great. I don't know. My fault. Oh, he clipped it. Oh, he clipped it. He's scared. <laughs> oh, oh man. Hey, fuck that nigga. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. Oh, man. I'm here for the beef, nigga. 
Let's right. do it, man. Nah, let's move on. That nigga want a war with the six. Oh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Speaking of war, Chloe Bailey came out earlier this week and announced a new single was coming out and that she would be featuring Chris Brown on that new single. Yep. And she started a war. She started a whole war, dog. The song is going to be taught, taught, called <laughs> How Does It Feel? It's actually coming out on Friday as well. But yeah, she started a whole controversy, man. Go ahead. And the song it. isn't even out yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, what I was just waiting on was to go back to the post. And now that I have it up, I'm just going to go through some of the comments. She posted. She said, second piece. How does it feel with Chris Brown? February the 24th. Pre-save link in the bio. <clears throat> These are some of the, the comments. Really, Chloe? Chloe, this isn't you. <laughs> Repeated violence against women. Girl, what? Not only does he have a history of abuse with multiple partners, he has stated openly in his music that he does not mess with black women. Mm. That okay with you? Make it make sense. <clears throat> Girl, mm. not this. <laughs> but why, sis? I think I have to understand. Because, girl, what the fuck? Understand. Understand. Why him? I thought you were better. <laughs> Out of all of the people in the industry, why him? <laughs> no, don't go through my comments. I start arguing with people, bro. Don't go through my comments, Kari. Kari started going through my comments. You leave that. You leave that thread. That was for me to go through, Kari. Why you see me arguing with niggas? <laughs> Why you see me arguing with this Oh, bro, that's funny. They I had, had to just show it to you. I, was, had, I wasn't going to say nothing. They had pissed me off so yeah. much. I was like, no, he don't fucking know you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, said, you sitting there commenting, he don't even fucking know you, <laughs> bitch. Like, Hold on, I know that nigga right there. Who was that? Nah. Um, oh, shit. I said something the moment I saw the comments come through. I sent a message to Kari and Hop. We're in the same group message. And I said, yo, peep the comments. Mm -hmm. They won't let this nigga grow up. And what I meant by this was Chris Brown and his altercation and fight and the car beating, whatever you want to call it, with Rihanna was in 2000 and I'm, I'm not 100% sure of the year. It was between 2008 and 10, for sure. It was between 8 and 10. I think it was 2009. It was 9, if I'm not mistaken. 14 <clears throat> years ago. That so was yeah. 14 years ago. That nigga was 19 or 18. He's like 33 now. Correct. I do not excuse a damn thing he did. He was wrong. He was wrong. He was wrong. He should not have behaved that way. What I will say is, I am 25. I did so many things, I didn't hit any women at all. When I was 19, that were wrong. And if niggas still treated me like 19-year-old me, I, I wouldn't be able to win for losing. You guys are not allowing this nigga to even be able to move on and be better in life. I know some people don't believe that others deserve a second chance in life. But if niggas want to do better for themselves, allow them to do better for themselves. These niggas are treating him like he's 19. This nigga's 30-plus. He has kids now. He has daughters now. And I'm sure the um, <clears throat> the actions from 2009 and the ones from, I think, 2012 or 13 with Karuchi, he's been able to wrap his head around those. Mm -hmm. I think he's been able to wrap his head around that thoroughly. Yeah. And we haven't heard that type of shit from Chris Brown 
in fucking forever. The, the shit that they're saying, I heard some women, they were like, this shit was as recent as blah, 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 blah. They're talking about the rape cases that the women asked for the money that he uh, that he got acquitted. That he got acquitted, yeah. That were bogus. Because, yeah, they were just made up. And some of them were in, like, France and all these other countries that the shit... <sighs> yeah. And they didn't even seek criminal charges. They uh-huh. were just suing for the, the, the bread. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. We talked about it. It's a little different, and... <clears throat> Now, if you want the money, you want the money, and it happened. I'm not judging anybody, but it, it speaks to some things when somebody sues you for the paper before they go for the criminal, uh, yeah. the criminal charges. Civil before criminal. Yeah. Oh, you don't want him in jail. Yeah, you just want a payout. You don't want him to not be able to do this to anyone else. Mm. That's weird, huh? <laughs> want a few M's? Just a couple. Uh, but nah, man. With me as well, we know what happened. He was actually 17, based on what he said. I pulled it up. He said, if y'all still hate me for a mistake I made as a 17-year-old kid, please kiss my whole entire ass. I'm fucking 33. I'm so tired of y'all running with this narrative. You weird-ass niggas are the same ones that tune in every week to see Blueface. We're going to get into that, too. And Krishan beat the fuck out of each other in front of the world, but that's okay. It's entertainment. All y'all can suck my dick. Disrespectfully. Uh, before we jump into that real quick, I just want to say my little piece. I'm the same way. We know what happened. He was wrong in that situation, but he has paid for it. You know what I mean? He's spoken out. He's apologized. He's been forgiven by the victim. He's been ridiculed by you. He's been stoned by you niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, what he did is not right. But it gets to a certain point where it's like, yo, a nigga has proven and shown you that he knows he made a mistake. I can understand if nigga was still on this same shit up until this day, then y'all would have an argument. You mentioned, bro, he has a daughter. I would think at this point, <clears throat> he knows what he did. It's like, bro, like you have kids now. For sure. You know, like, for I, sure. I know it's probably eating him up on the inside that that even happened. And at a certain point, that's a conversation or a story he has to have with his children. They're they're going to see it one day. My point. And, and the same way, like Blueface said, um, and we're gonna get into that later. <laughs> Blueface tripped up. Dog, you the person that you decided to do it to just so happened to be the one that ended up being one of the only female billionaires Man, in the, the country, right. like the the biggest female artist in the world right now, like yeah, of dog. of the last ten to fifteen years, unless we're talking about Beyonce or Adele or Taylor. Right. No, couldn't agree more. So. <clears throat> You just gotta, bro. Me, you give a nigga a chance, man. Like, but it's only us. This shit only happens to us, bro. Like, black people, black public figures, you get the Mike Vick treatment. That's just what it is, bro. Niggas act like we can't move on. This is a guy who has literally shown and proven that he knows he made a mistake. He's owned up to it. That's just my biggest thing. If a nigga own up to his shit and consistently shows that that's not who I am anymore, you can't keep. Bringing up the old dirt. You niggas are ready to move on from slavery. <laughs> and you can't move on from this one altercation. <laughs> Y'all niggas are telling us to move on from slavery. <laughs> it's over now, guys. That's, that's what these niggas are saying. Right. G- guys, get over that shit. Come it on, did, It wasn't even us. It was right. our bl- dog. It was 400 years ago. Chris man. Brown didn't kill anybody. And I, I think we've ridiculed this man about that shit for long enough. Long enough. Now let's go into the shit that he said about Blueface Uh because I have mixed emotions about this. Uh Chris Brown is right about what he's saying. He is. But 
being a principal of the school, when kids get in trouble, when they're a disruption in class, they were talking too much, they might have been bullshitting, and they get sent to me. <clears throat> I asked them why they were doing what they did. They go, <laughs> well, everybody else was doing it, and he didn't say anything to them. Right. Johnny was doing it, too. And I go, uh-uh, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about any of them because they ain't here right now. Right. I'm talking about you. So everything that Chris Brown said was correct. He mentioned Blueface Krishan. He mentioned Charlie Sheen. He mentioned a bunch of other a bunch people, of people yep. um, that are involved in controversy, controversies and violence, domestic violence, even mm-hmm. AIDS. He was mentioning yeah. because that's the Charlie that's Sheen Charlie shit. Sheen, right, right, right. Um, but y'all don't say anything to them. Chris Brown, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to bring up Charlie Sheen. You didn't. That was crazy. He didn't have to. <clears throat> but he didn't have to bring anyone else into right, his right, fire. Right. You, you did the crime. You did the time on your own. The same, and Blueface said that he was like, um, he made a video back. He was saying, "Yo, I might get in trouble for the same crime you did. We're not gonna get the same charge. Right. You got to eat that the same way." You want to know his exact words, quote for quote? Oh God! <laughs> you want me to say it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He said, "You just hit the wrong bitch." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "You hit a bitch that made a billion. He was like, yeah. "He was like the bitch you just hit performed at the motherfucking Super Bowl." Right, nigga. He was like, "I got me a little hood yeah, yeah, yeah. off the radar type bitch." Nobody care about Krishan, man. I can knock that bitch out any day of the he week. He literally now he did say he was like, "I sympathize with you," and he said like, "There's no hate. There's no." Um, he was like, um, like, "He understood where he was coming." I understand from. where you coming from. He was yeah. like, "And I love Chris Brown." He was like, "I just didn't like that I caught a stray." Facts. Um, I agree. I agree. It, he he was saying basically, <clears throat> I feel the exact same way as you, Chris. That I uh, that Krishan hits me. Everybody thinks it's fucking funny on social media. Then I hit her back. Then it's fuck blueface, and it is like that. Double standards. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start with. I was having this conversation with someone over the past weekend and they were like, Well Rihanna hit Chris. I was like, oh don't do that. <laughs> don't don't do that. We don't want to have that conversation. Don't do that. <laughs> don't fucking We don't want to have that. The only reason why we can't end that, like we can't go into that conversation is those pictures. Like yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, they they were hitting each other, but he beat her ass. Yeah, I know. If Chris <laughs> like, if Chris would have came with face Completely fucked like that, right. then there would have been an argument for that. She had to get like dental surgery. Like her whole mouth was fucked up, bro. I remember niggas talking, saying that it looked like she had devil horns on her. Like she had two matching fucking knots on left and right. Yeah, like he beat the shit. She out of her. <laughs> she deserved uh, the comeback to a billion. Oh, yeah, absolutely, bro. It, oh my, we think about the Whitney Houston one that just came out. The doc, the Rihanna the biopic yeah. is gonna be. Fucking insane. Now think about from the Ponde replay to blowing up, getting under the Rockefeller umbrella, meeting Chris Brown, the altercation, the rude boy era, taking over pop music, quitting, starting Fenty, the ASAP Rocky Kids era. She got a movie. She's uh it's just Rockefeller and everything we talked about with Kanye. She's moving in errors too. She has an error for every part of her life. She does. <laughs> it's pretty she does cool. now that you think about it's it. It's pretty cool. I ain't gonna lie. Everybody under the Rockefeller 
uh, umbrella mm-hmm. is like that. Yeah. And it's funny because Drake was supposed to be under that umbrella. And I think of him like that. But um, Cole, he has an era for every album. Um, <clears throat> Kanye, an era for every album. And then Jay-Z himself. Memphis Bl- No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dame D- uh, Petey Crack. Petey Crack, man. We always got to shout out Petey Crack, Petey man. Crack. Shout out Petey Crack. Um, <laughs> you, you almost said Dame? <laughs> no, no. What's Dame's now? Bankruptcy? Me, man. Shout out uh, Beans. Beans. Shout out Beans, man. Nah, but the ones we were really talking about were Jay, Kanye, J. Cole, Rihanna. They move in eras. Yep. I can't say that for every other label. I can say it for the biggest ones, but not everyone on the label. Right. It's only usually just like one or two people that you can. Kendrick moved in era. I can't say Boss has moved in eras. Um, I can't even say anybody else from TDE. I can't say SZA. Schoolboy hasn't moved in eras. Absol hasn't moved in eras. Even like, even Wayne through the entire Carter shit. Eras. <laughs> moved in eras. Drake moved in right. eras. Other than that, Nikki, and that's it. Nikki really didn't move in eras. You don't think so? Nikki moved I think, in. I think she started that way. Like, nah, Nikki moved in eras. Yeah, bro. Like the Pink Friday, the whole Barbie Pink Friday, shit. Like Pink, the Romans Revenge shit. The um, the Pink Print. Oh yeah. She was. She yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. She was in she, out of she, space she, by yeah, that point. She, she was did. the biggest of the biggest yeah, of the biggest. Yeah, for sure. Um. What was the the one that didn't hit like that? Because that was an era. Ganja burn, ganja burn. The kung fu type shit. What was it, bro? She was Chun Li. Chun Li. That's what it is. <laughs> what was the name of that album? Queen. Queen. That's what it was. Yeah, that came yeah. out two thousand eighteen. <clears throat> Damn it, Nikki. She moved in eras. Yeah, we still waiting on. Damn. Still waiting on that Nikki album. We're still waiting <laughs> on that Nikki out. It's not coming. Nah, it may come this year. But I'm telling you, they. And we talked about Cardi B. Everybody's waiting to see what Cardi B does. I promise you. Telling my man in the she a rider. Huh. She got tickets to pushing his side. Huh. Put him on the out. Do we got a problem? <laughs> Shit. The fuck? It's that new oh, Nick. Oh, man. That new Nicky man with little baby. <laughs> <laughs> we said that shit like it came out last weekend. <laughs> what is wrong with us, man? <clears throat> but uh, just to end it off. We'll see what the song sounds like. Yeah. Who knows? I'm expecting it to be good. Chloe's album is coming out. She just turned it in. I think it's going to come out in March, if I'm not mistaken. She did announce on her Instagram. But she turned her album in. Um, so we just got to get over that, man. Chris Brown, give the guy a second chance. He's proven. He made a mistake. He knows it. He owned up to it. Give the nigga a second chance, man. And uh, just so y'all know, even though it might not be confirmed or admitted, Y'all listen to way more abusers than you know. Hey, they don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> you listen to far more abusers than you think you do. You think these niggas that talk all this shit in these fucking raps don't... Never mind. Right. Come on. Let's be real. Let's be real. Hey, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Y'all just listen to me you. point out a line in Future's rap during the intro a pod or two ago... The nigga said that if she tries to leave, he's putting a hit on her. And we just bobbing our head. That shit hard. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. That shit was hard. It was a bar. That shit was hard. That was a bar. Don't leave me like Even Dirk, though. <laughs> Fucking on that ass. Now she getting straight straight. 
Well, did he say she can sit straight or she can shit straight? Sit straight. Okay. <laughs> Probably both, though. <laughs> to be a fucking honest. ass, you can shit straight. <laughs> to be honest. She got the runs. Kari? Kari? Motherfucker. Fucking a girl into the runs is it's disgusting, bro. Like, crazy. stop. <laughs> How are you going to say stop? And you said it. No, nah, I didn't want to go deep into nah, it. No, no, no. Now we're here. We're going to deep dive fucking her into the runs. <laughs> oh, hey, yo, <man>. bro. <laughs> no. Imagine, like, imagine no. hitting her in the tookus. No. <laughs> I don't. And then, like, the day later. Mm-mm. She texts you. She like, boy, I got the runs. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how she going to say it. Like, she going to say you fucked my shit up. Boy, you made my butt runny. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's get out of that, dog. <laughs> Please. You I, don't want to be I'm there, though. I'm begging no. you. I'm begging you. Let's Fucking into a butt runny is crazy. <laughs> This is a sick Negro. Facts, <laughs> man. Oh. That's for you, Dirk. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, no cap. Yeah, let's wait. Did you say Dirk? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought we were talking about the whiskey. I was like, wait, he does that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, does that nigga do that? Nah, man. All right. <clears throat> Travis Scott said his new album, Utopia, is that motherfucker is on the way, is what he said. Better be. And that was quote unquote. Yeah, he was at like a celebrity uh, fundraiser give back baseball game in Houston. Yep. I think it had something to do with his brand. I'm not sure. Maybe it was somebody else's brand. But yeah, uh, fans were, you know, in the stands talking to him while he was warming up. And he announced that that album is they for started, sure. They started chanting Utopia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he announced for sure that that album is, is on the way, which, I mean, obviously we knew it was the next project. It was supposed to drop. 21 was that? End of 21 it's, or early 22? It was, it was supposed to drop er, or mid Mid to right? late twenty one, I think. Then, then he killed all those people. Uh-huh. When, when was that? Was that twenty two or twenty one? Twenty one, I believe. So the album was supposed to come out after, because that was like late twenty one when that happened. It was like November. no, it was twenty. The album was supposed to come out twenty two, like within March. Remember, if I'm not mistaken. That shit was damn, bro. Time be moving by. Travis Scott's incident was in two thousand twenty one, November fifth, two thousand twenty one. Yeah, so the album was supposed to come out like. By that spring of twenty two type shit. Yeah, um, but what I will say is, when the people were screaming like Utopia, <laughs> when he said that it was on the way, he took their breath away. <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, not again." <laughs> there was a lot more air in the um, in the baseball facts, facts place. I think I think if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Jordan Sparks performed at halftime. <laughs> dog, dog, <laughs> dog. He needs to do a collab with her. If she's on Utopia, oh, he's a on. he's a sick nigga. Yeah, bro. This is a sick Negro. <laughs> gotta be man. Um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what else I need to say. Yeah, man. We're looking forward to that. He's project, a goddamn murderer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoo. He never apologized. You know that, right? Because he he was told not to apologize. He just got on live and put his head down and <laughs> went through his, his <laughs> that, braids that and shit. That meme. That meme. <sighs> That's niggas' favorite meme to see when they get, uh, when they get caught cheating. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, got me. Yeah, niggas know that meme. Yeah. 
How many people actually died? Six? Ten? Oh, ten. ten. Yes, the cause of ten. death for all ten was compressive asphyxiation. This nigga took the air out of outside. Hey. Imagine, like, trying to get out. There's like 200,000 people there. Right. They couldn't. They couldn't get out. Kari? Hey, Kari? <laughs> what? Are you trying to tell some sick fucking joke right now? No, y'all should have saw the way Kari looked at me when he's... Hey, nah, mean? get the fuck out of here, Kari. I didn't do anything. Man. I do anything. Okay. <laughs> I just looked at you. Man. I know what the fuck you're on, buddy. Nah. I know what the fuck you're on. Don't fall, man. Hey, man. Utopia's on the way, though. Like I said, expecting a classic from Travis Scott... All he does is drop classic music, man. So whenever we do get that album, I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Me and the guys, uh, you as well, um, we had a conversation in a group message. We have a group message called OTF, Only the Family. Stop playing with us. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and Keith was sending some tracks from the old SoundCloud uh, uh, SoundCloud mm-hmm. days. I don't know if you tapped into that conversation we were having. I, I was asleep when y'all was going, but I saw it the next day. Yeah. He started sending some tracks from days before Rodeo. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. And... I just started going back, and it hit me when you said that. This nigga drops a masterpiece every single time he drops. Every time. Days before Rodeo. Now, I forgot what was before Days Before Rodeo. There was something. But um, Days Before Rodeo, that's probably my favorite piece of work outside of Astroworld by Travis Scott. Like mm-hmm. Most niggas have a mixtape favorite from an artist and an album favorite from an artist. Carter Three is my favorite. Lil Wayne album, but No Ceilings is my favorite mixtape and probably my favorite project from Lil Wayne. Astroworld's my favorite album from Lil Wayne. No, I'm sorry, from Travis Scott. But when it comes to mixtape, Days Before Rodeo was a fucking masterpiece. And it dropped dead in the center of our senior year in high school. And we it was a soundtrack to so many parties that we were at our senior year that I can remember it. Uh-huh. Even going into the freshman year of college as well. Then he drops Rodeo. Antidote. 3,500. 3,500. Uh, I'm drunk. Marie, I'm drunk. 90210. Ooh, that nigga Travis. That was our freshman year of college. Summer going into freshman year of college. He spins back the year after that. He drops Birds in the Trap. A lot of true to the essence of Travis Scott's um, music, they don't fuck with Birds in the Trap. We we were in a trap. We wore that bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say It was amazing for us Yeah we wore that bitch out We was listening to that Every single day That That's one of my favorite Travis Scott albums yeah. I think I might like it more than hmm. was, Damn I just spilled grape juice On my clothes <laughs> And that's never coming that's out coming out dog that, That's never coming out That's tough Those pants are fucking done <laughs> Jeez It's cool Fuck it We ball We get another pair Fuck it You rich, <clears throat> rich And it's What is today Oh, I was about to say, I was like, and it's Sunday. Let me get some communion in <laughs> oh, there. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's really what it is. Yeah, that's nothing but... That's just God. Yeah, that's... I'm just covered in the blood of Jesus at this point. Say, oh, did. my God. Thank you, Jesus. He just covered me in his blood. Hey, God did. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, don't you my God like that, Carl. <laughs> nah, don't you my God like that, Carl. <laughs> that nigga said God did. <laughs> I'm fooling today, man. Oh, man. But, um... Where was I at with it? Uh, just talking about your favorite Travis Scott music. We were still in the Utopia conversation there. Yeah, you move on after Birds in the Trap. He drops arguably one of the best albums of the decade, probably the best album of 2018 for sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> Astro World. Gave it to Cardi B. Yeah, some people will give it to 
Cardi B. Some people will give it to Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Some oh. will give it to Nipsey. Oh, what a year. Oh, it was a hell of a year. Fuck. We had Scorpion. We had Ye. What a um, year, man. Oh, a hell of a year. We had KOD that year, too. We right? had KOD. Oh, my goodness. What a year. You had Kids See Ghost. Damn. Yeah. Did you get the Carters that year? Carters was... No, 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 no. We better not have got the well, Carters that year. Minute. I think Carters was 19, to be honest. No, nah, I think it was right. 18. You may be right. Everything is love. 18. 18. <laughs> Man. No, we we do. We always 18. crown 2018 as the best year rap ever had. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember um, saying that. Jesus. The numbers hadn't hit the 2019 20, like billboard sales peak, but I, I will go as far to say that commercially, or the music hitting the way it needs to hit, 2018 was the best year rap ever really had. Damn, it was amazing. Year. Uh, but still, outside of that or inside of that, Travis Scott rap had the best that year. Astroworld, Coffee Bean. As a collective, nobody put a... Whew. I ain't going to lie, bro. Beer Bonds was... I want to give Beer Bonds some love, too, that year. God damn, Beer Bonds was my shit. Beer Bonds was amazing. <laughs> but, but Travis Scott on, on the... Just standing and rap, like we said, yeah, man. 2018, I would say Astro World had to be the best project that came out that year. Sicko Mode. Coffee Bean, like you said. Rest in peace, screw. Yeah. No yeah. bystanders. The party never ends. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Oh my gosh. Every song. Nigga. Yosemite. Butterfly effect. Mm, butterfly effect. Bro, this life I cannot change. I'm just giving these niggas an example. Like yep. if if y'all can't remember. <laughs> and on top of that, it made it came And he after. can cat <laughs> and he can pass. And he can pass. It may have came the year after 2019, but then he even got the Netflix documentary, The Look Mama Can Fly. That was to top that. That out. was to roll this album out, I think. It rolled it out. I think this rolled the album out. Whether hey, whether or not no, it came out because they had the Grammys. Um the Grammy when he lost to Cardi B. They had that footage in there. Okay, this so, was before he went on, uh, or this was during the tour. Yeah, gotcha, the tour, shit gotcha, like that. That makes sense. Amazing, though, man. So, and a hell of a tour that we missed. This nigga was on a roller coaster. Oh, he missed it. I will, I will always say there are specific tours that we missed. That was one. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But outside of that, man, or inside of that, once again, like I said, just everything that we talked about there just lets you know with Utopia, we're going to get another experience. So whenever we do get that album, man, like I said, I just I expect it to be that and more coming from Travis Scott. He knows how to do it. Um, I just want to take a pause break in the middle of the pod, just because um, it's it's President's Day. Carl, who's your favorite president? (laughs) Barack. (laughs) I was thinking, okay, who's your favorite president that was like killed? That was killed when I was a kid. Before I really knew what was up, it was Abe Lincoln. I think, I think that was everybody's favorite because he, quote unquote, freed the slaves. That's what they told you in yeah, school. Yeah, fucking right. You know what I'm saying? I, I remember, I can literally remember the very first time I even learned about the Emancipation Proclamation and who. You look like you was Abe one year for Halloween. Fuck no. <laughs> I look like wearing a top hat. And, and a fake beard. And getting shot. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's fire. That's fire nowadays if you got like a gunshot wound to the head. Yeah, that's insane. Um, but man, I. I don't really have one, to be to be honest with you. There's nothing like seeing good old John F. Kennedy's brains being blown out right there in Dallas. Right, right, right. That's that's a hood classic. That's a hood. <laughs> that's a hood tale. 
Every time I drive past that bitch, I feel like this I'm nigga just- <laughs> called the murder of a U.S. president a hood classic. Is it not? No, it is. Cause right up the street, you can go to like Louisiana's fried chicken and shit like that. Like right. you can go to uh, Henderson's and, and motherfucking Rudy's not too far away. Absolutely, from you you right there near the fucking AAC. Everything, like, bro. How you get shot next to the Mavericks? I'm acting like the Mavericks was there. Like, <laughs> like nigga, he was there first. Like, you going to get shot right next to Mark Cuban now? Yeah, man. But crazy, crazy. The spot really more famous because of what uh, Erica Baidu did. Erica Baidu did. The window seat video. I wish I was there for that day. Man, you don't know how much. as a, And we were kids, dog. Nigga, I would have lunged at her. Bro, I wanted to be there so bad. She got naked and walked the streets of Dallas. Erica Baidu with that big old fat ass. Man. Um, Shout out Erica Baidu. I'm just thinking about. What Pops was talking about on Friday, he was with that big old booty swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, man. She actually about to do a concert here soon, within this week or so. You know, she does. Uh, it's her birthday. She does that like a celebration concert. Did you? Tickets are kind of expensive. Did you ever get that perfume? That pussy. Yeah. No. Did you? No, but I wish I did. Like, <laughs> I just so spray it while like I pussy? jacked off. Erica Badui. Erica Badui. Love you, Badui. Badui, 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 Badui. If you say it three times, she'll appear. That's fucking crazy. You got to spray this shit three times and nut. Erica to show up. That's sick. What is wrong with us, man? That's funny. I need her. I need that woman. Um, but we can go ahead and move on from there. The next thing that I wanted to get into was an actual clip that came from 50 Cent. And what he was saying was future is way bigger in the streets than Jay-Z. And I'm just, I'll let him explain it. Future said in the streets he's bigger than Hov. Yeah, he is. He feels that. Way bigger. Like, there's consistent music from him that didn't chart, that is a huge records that people, like, love and appreciate that. And then later... It may not have the same things to hold on to that you have at points. Like, so- <clears throat> how do you feel about that, Corey? I don't think this is a hot take at all. Um, I, I think <laughs> I think he's telling 100 percent the truth. So I want to start truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, nothing but the truth. I want to start first though. Like Future said this himself. I believe he was asked this question in another interview, and then they just brought this question to 50 Cent, if I'm not mistaken. I but think he said it in a rap song. Something, yeah, yeah. But this is not a hot take. Future is definitely hotter in the streets than most artists. He what said what in are the streets, we even I'm talking about? Jigga. I can remember yeah. him saying it now. What are we talking about? This is future, especially in Atlanta, but in streets, period. This nigga is way hotter than many artists, and especially Jay-Z. It's not a hot take. Let me preface it's not a hot take. Let me preface this by saying Jay-Z is like 53. Future should be hotter than that nigga in the streets, number one. But if we're going to speak to how hot he is in the streets and comparing it to a nigga like Jay-Z, let me make another comparison. We talked maybe a year or two ago on the pod when the controversy came out when niggas were saying, Future is hotter in Atlanta and in the streets than Drake is, is what they were mm-hmm. And we agreed with that. If he's hotter than Drake in 2018, 19, 20, 21, or 22, he's definitely hotter than Jay-Z. I'm saying Drake is hotter than Jay-Z. Let's be real here. And if Future's hotter than Drake, Future's hotter than Jay. It's not a a hot take, but if you just really, uh, niggas, 
we love Jay Z. He's crowned as the love goal. him. You know what I'm saying? When he when he does those features, we love him. But niggas are not playing Jay Z like they play Future. Absolutely. Now we are. Right, that's, but I'm just saying, like, niggas in general, niggas in the streets, we're talking about the streets, niggas are playing Future in the streets. You're going to hear Future when you in the neighborhood, at that hood spot, niggas got they... You're hearing them at the club. Niggas you, got their windows down, speakers blasting, you're going to hear Future before you hear some Jay-Z. This is what it is. It's a 50-year-old man that's not active in a rap game anymore. Yeah, man, like, it's not, a, it's not a hot take. This is not news. It's not news. It's really not. <laughs> like you niggas should know this. We man. really just came here to double that shit down yeah. just in case y'all y'all did not think the same way we thought. <clears throat> but let's digress. Let's keep going on. Drake and 21, they dropped their album Her Loss last year and they made a fake Vogue cover. Mm-hmm. To which Vogue said, "Uh uh uh and they sued them niggas for like 24 million dollars yep. or some shit like that. Yep, yep. Now, Drake and 21 Savage have uh reportedly settled their lawsuit over the fake Vogue cover. Do you have more on it, Corey? Yeah, so this is from um, a news agency. It says that seen a memo sent to employees telling the rappers had agreed to pay the magazine. The amount hasn't been revealed, but the parent company asked for $4 million in its November 7th lawsuit. And then it says a lawyer here from Drake uh, has no immediate comment. And then another memo here says, it's clear to us that Drake and 21 Savage leverage Vogue's reputation for their own commercial purposes. So that's, for sure. That's the reason why Vogue wanted to sue. And uh, we we talked about this when the album dropped in November last year. They used it, obviously, to promote the album. They had some other things that they did, like a fake color show. Um, it was some other magazines. I think they, they also Tiny did. Desk. Tiny Desk. They did desk. a fake that's Tiny Desk, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but Vogue is just not one of them magazines or companies that you can play with. They don't... You can't use their name. And they even tried to block... A letter, remember, because we said something about that. I think they, like, blocked the O. They had somebody's head covering. They were going to try to get away with hey, some shit through there. Vogue said, hey, niggas, you know I can see you. Like, and we know what you were trying to do, so right. uh, let's cut the bullshit. Right, right, right. So <clears throat> niggas know not to play. Well, they should have known not to play with a big magazine like Vogue. And some of the things that they were using to support their argument that I can see, and it makes sense. Your album went number one in multiple countries on upon debut. Yes, I'm going to use that in our lawsuit. You might as well just settle this out of court. <laughs> I was going to say, I need that. You and 21 together collectively have the $4 million, yeah, that's easily. Nothing. That's nothing. Drake makes that a day. Pennies in the fucking jar. <laughs> Bro, I was listening to the Lemon Pepper freestyle the other day. It came on on Shuffle. It's great, right? And he had a bar where he say, like, he dropped Adonis off at school, and by recess, I've made a, thou- uh, a million dollars. Yeah. I was just like, this nigga is so rich. That's in- That's like four hours. That was almost like... The bar when J. Cole talked about how much he was getting paid for a verse. So I get paid two thousand dollars a second or some shit like that. I'm like, God damn it. Like these niggas got so much money these days, bro. And like who who are your mathematicians that are doing this fucking math for you right now? That's amazing, nigga. Niggas accountants these days are um just so you know, Jermaine, you make two thousand dollars every fucking sixty seconds you rap. So Keep it up. We'll be retired soon. <laughs> I was going to say. The fuck? This is why niggas are getting out of the game. It all makes sense. Absolutely. Drake ain't leaving. Yeah, Drake never leaving. But Cole, he, he sees how much he's making. Drake has a quest to like stay at the top for fucking ever. Him, I don't know what, what it was between him and Lil Wayne. They wanted to be there forever. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick didn't desire being at that top forever. Cole doesn't desire being there forever. After he got to the top once, he didn't even want to be there anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, Drake wants to be there forever yeah drake is like um he has that same mindset like we said before like mj where it's like 
you gotta knock me off of yeah. the top. Somebody has to beat me. Somebody has to beat me before I go away. And it seemed like he started to hand that to Lil Baby, but now that it seems like Lil Baby might not be that guy, Drake was like, you know what? Let me take that back. <laughs> he said, let me do a dance album. Yeah, let me do a dance album <laughs> and then give you this shit with 21. I'm gonna need the torch back. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> give me give me the torch back, nigga. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what he did for real. That's crazy taking the fucking torch back. Man, give me that. <clears throat> Do we have anything else on Drake 21? Nope, that's it. All right, we got a couple more topics. Let's get into the rest of these things. Um, Kari, Meta and Mark Zuckerberg have announced that Meta is launching a paid verification service called Meta Verified. Mm. It says right here, um, Meta's testing a subscription service that will allow Instagram and Facebook users to, to pay to get a verified uh, checkmark. Meta Verified will start at $11.99 a month on the web or $14.99 a month on iOS. That's bullshit. Um, <clears throat> just because they know niggas have iPhones. And the company will begin releasing it in Australia and New Zealand this week and more countries soon. If they're releasing in Australia and New Zealand and more countries soon, within the next month, you can expect that shit to be in America. Uh -huh. I will say... Uh, the service also comes with other perks like extra protection from impersonation accounts okay. and direct access to customer support. So in total, the things that you will get in will be a verified badge, customer support, and prioritization in other users' comment sections. Okay. Uh, for somebody who needs to be verified, I think that's actually beneficial for them as far as... Absolutely. The, yeah, like if you need to be verified, if you're one of those people, like that's that's not bad. What, like us? <laughs> Fuck. I, I don't need to be verified. I'm in the pod. Oh, the pod can be verified, but I'm straight. Yeah, yeah. But yes, that's that's what I meant. It's it's cool. It's that's cool. But outside of me personally, bro, I'm not paying for none of these paid subscriptions, bro. They can kiss my ass. I don't know, Corey. Talk to me. What what am I missing? It's here? not about the blue check. We can couple this with the next <clears throat> topic that we've been meaning to get into. Right. <clears throat> Twitter and Elon Musk have removed their two-factor authentication for all users that aren't subscribed to Twitter Blue. That's where it's starting to get me, Kari. Okay. Talk um, to me. You have to pay for the privilege of two-factor authentication now. If you don't start paying for Twitter Blue, which is $8 a month for Android, $11 a month for iOS, or switch your account to a far more reliable authenticator, like the Google Authenticator app, or there's some other authenticating apps that you can use, mm -hmm. um, Twitter is going to simply turn off your two-factor authentication by March the 20th. Yeah, absolutely, man. So this was Saturday morning. Um, I woke up super early, signed into my Twitter, and I had this big-ass alert that basically told me I've been using MFA, multi-factor authentication, for years. Told me that if I don't subscribe to Twitter Blue, I can no longer use the text message feature. Yep. And um, I was pissed off about that, bro, because we, we told y'all before, we always tell y'all to use that, but, like, I'm so, like, strict about security with these apps that we use. Like, what do you mean? I'm just going to explain. For people that don't know what two-factor authentication is, you've used it before, you probably just don't know what it is, that's where you need an extra step to be able to log into your account for security reasons. Right. So you can put in your username and your password, and that's the first step. When you put that in, it's going to trigger a notification to either go to your email or your phone, and you're going to have to put in a six-digit code. That's the second step. Once mm -hmm. you file the second step, 
it will then let you into the account. It is two-factor authentication. Yes, that sir. is being removed. Um, Elon wants your account hacked. <laughs> no, nah, Elon just trying to cut on them, cut down on them costs. Yeah, and cut down that debt. <clears throat> he that's, said that's we, all it is. He said that we were what? They were like somewhere between one and five billion in debt. Facts, man. And this was like every year it was growing, right? That's why he kept cutting shit out. So I, I get him on the, on the business standpoint, but I just I just think that's bullshit. Like we we shouldn't have to pay for security. You don't. You know what I mean? You get the Google Authenticator, Corey. Right, but I just, bro, I don't want to have to then go through another third-party app to authenticate my account. I, I get it, I understand, but the whole point for me, why I enjoyed the text message part, just like you broke it down and explained it, just simple and easy. Like, if I want to sign into my account, I just get an alert to my phone. Yeah, that's me. Let me sign in. Now I have to do that, but then I have to go to another app. I have to download another app, give my information to another app just to verify my account. Technically, I've already had the Google Authenticator app. I just, I never use it. Like, I, I never actually used it because I was able to set up the authenticator on everything else. Right. Never use it myself, but I might, I might have to look into that or another third party. Yeah, like, I have it, and it still says it's on the Get Started screen. I've never even <laughs> used it. Yeah. But um, it looks like I'm going to have to. Twitter's really been pissing me off. Now, I get we're cutting down the cost. Y'all pissed me off from the moment y'all turned my Twitterific off. When yeah. I couldn't use my third-party app, I had everything custom designed. I had accounts customly muted. I had um, everything was customized, damn near like an Android, for my Twitter. I woke up one morning. Elon had disabled and discontinued all third-party apps from using Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's to bring those users back to Twitter because he opened up Twitter Blue. Now he's bringing the money in with Twitter Blue. Now he's cutting everybody's two-factor authentication off unless you get Twitter Blue. Like you said, he's smart. Business, yeah, yeah. This business, sure. yeah. He's gonna cut down on them costs. I get it. You guys want a you want a uh, a blue Twitter bird? You know, we're selling that motherfucker. Basically, man, <laughs> that shit is hot right now. I mean, know? he was auctioning the shit from the <laughs> fucking facts. Rooms. Shit hot off the press. So trust me, I understand. I just I'm I'm still pissed. I don't I don't like it, but I understand it. I get it. Even going back to Facebook, because their whole point Yes, I was about to go back to Facebook too. Right. So their whole point as well with this, they said this is about increasing authenticity and security across their services. So if that's really the mission, if that's really the cap. <laughs> Niggas trying to get that bread. But no, if that's really the mission, man, stand for it, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> what them niggas that that was monkey see monkey do they saw elon musk do what he did with twitter blue and he was like oh Y'all niggas can get, get get money for this all them niggas are willing to pay for those blue checks <laughs> yep. so let's start it up yeah you're gonna see that coming and it's beneficial like if you have a restaurant that you want to be seen as more um official Anything. Podcast, like we said, of course. And there are niggas that really deserve the blue check that have been requesting that motherfucker for years and haven't been able to get it. Yeah. I just hope uh, we don't get to the point, because you started to see this on Twitter. I don't know how Instagram is going to be. Where everybody has one? Everybody has one, so it's like, it's it's really losing its purpose. You know what I mean? I think that's also the point. And I like that, too. Tell me, what, what do you mean you think that's the point? Why would that be the point? We've already talked years prior about the Kanye West, Jack, Mark Zuckerberg conversations on how Kanye West is kind of the reason why they removed the like count. Um, And if everybody's verified, then we're kind of removing the stigma that niggas are more important than anyone else. 
oh, look at Kari. He doesn't like that. No, I don't like it. I don't like <laughs> it either. Fuck? I was the kid that, like, growing up, first, second, and third place, all them niggas don't get a trophy. Right. Like, first place gets a trophy. Second place gets a ribbon. The third place nigga, you get a pat on the fucking back. Hey, if that's whatever, man. But you that's, know, you just piss me off for that. mental health. They're trying to, they're trying to do a whole lot of that. You know, oh let's make everybody. It's it's inclusive, Corey. Yeah, it's all inclusive. Like we're a fucking resort. <laughs> Want to hear that? Let's include everybody, Corey. I guess, man. The fuck? Some of y'all just ain't got it like that, and that's fine. That's be, true. Be you. Who cares? Like shit. Hey, I. All right. Everybody can't be Kim K. Or the Rising Grind Podcast. <laughs> fuck. I know. <laughs> my personal account, though, I don't care about that shit, bro. Uh, my personal account, when it's time for me to, to get the blue, we'll have the blue. I don't mean paying. I mean, like, when it's time for the, the blue to get to that, the blue gonna get to that. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I don't even care, bro. I'm be real. I shit. care. Look look at Kari. Like, look, look at him, like, acting like he doesn't want the top. I'm chasing him. Give me that blue check, nigga. It ain't that. I just don't care about the blue check. I want to be on top. Trust. You're not gonna care when your check, I mean, when your, uh, when your <laughs> account goes blue? Am I gonna care? Nah. Oh, uh, look at Kari. Kari like being so uh, real. You know me. Uh, I'm a real nigga. I'm just. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna never get it. Look, yeah, yeah. I'm doing it to you, Kari. I ain't trying to sound good or none of nah, that. Nah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk <laughs> over him too. Nah, like, oh uh, man, I ain't just never. I'm never gonna change for hey, that life. I'm humble. That money ain't gonna never change me. The, never change the game me. can't change me. Man, trust me. When I'm on top, you niggas are not gonna know my name. You're not gonna know where <laughs> I'm at. Trust and believe. For the niggas who I love, though. Y'all gonna always be straight, but the niggas who I don't love. Are you changing on them niggas? Changing on all you niggas. But Sheesh. I don't give a fuck about a blue check, bro. I real life don't. How much you wanna bet he hit y'all when he get that blue check? <laughs> y'all got that fucking blue check. <laughs> man, he lying, man. Uh, he lying, dog. You good on it. I don't like that, man. You're lying. Cap. <laughs> That's your favorite one, guys. No cap. But I think we I think we took care of two birds, one stone with both of those yeah, topics. Did, I don't did. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. That was it, man. Just uh happy President's Day to you. Happy President's Day. However y'all celebrating, y'all going to Waffle House. Remember? Ain't that what we said that one time? We said we celebrate Martin Luther King, but the white folks they go to Yeah, they, they go, go to Waffle, Waffle House. House. Yeah. <laughs> on President's Day. They're probably gonna be at the Waffle House. They're gonna have that shit so. jam-packed. Why the fuck do I have to work on Monday? Yeah. I have to work today. You said you don't? No, nah, nigga, you know I was off. I've been saying it for the last two weeks. I'm about to fake that. <laughs> I'm about to fake Demar Hamlin. Okay. <laughs> I'm at, faking the Demar Hamlin. What happened? Like, what happened yesterday? I had that Demar Hamlin shit. Did we have to come in? I had that Demar Hamlin shit. Right. Yeah. Oh, we had to come. I was unconscious. Yeah, you're not getting the question. He said, "Did we win?" Oh my god! <laughs> Imagine me like pinning that shit. Did we have work? How was work? Did I miss? <laughs> yeah, you missed. And you're I fired, miss? nigga. You're fired. Did I miss? Woo. All right, man. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and get out of here. It's been episode 214 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's your boy, Roger. I'm Jakari. All right, man. We out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way every day. Every time we've no control If the sky is pink and white If the ground is black and yellow It's the same way you showed me
my head, don't close my eyes Halfway on a slow move It's the same way you showed me If you could fly, then you'd feel south Up north, it's getting cold soon The way it is, we're on land So I'm someone to hold true Keep you cool when it's still alive Won't let you down when it's all ruined Just the same way you showed me Would you tell me the truth? Stay with me. 